0: podcast they'll recap CXG on one indescribable podcast they'll share their points of view and in this one that is taking new antidepressant meds which makes her want to nap even more than Lindy which leads to her wake up inside of a morgue, also Greg and Josh fight now, onto your favorite podcast, where we bring all of our takes for. Yes, that is right. We are here. We are back here at One Describable Podcast, where we are talking through the Crazy uh, Ex-Girlfriend show. The hit! T- oh my god, I said that totally wrong. We've done this how many times? And I said that I said it incorrectly here. The hit CW show, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. I literally say the same thing every time. Uh, I'm Adam H here with you, just fumbling over my words left and right today. But luckily, I am not alone here with some of my very good friends to talk through this uh, pretty fun, exciting, and uh, you know. Uh, a lot of change happening this episode someone who i know personally loves to take standing naps it's lindy tv lindy how are you that
1: is true i love to nap you can often find me doing that um just want to say right now i hope that my bean dip is not bothering you
0: it is i've got some here yeah, yeah believe me lindy we will get into the bean dip Uh, Because not only is it bothering me It it is bothering me so much And the fact that they had the audacity To use the bean dip as a meat cute Made me want to throw up in my mouth Okay. Anyway, uh, it's not just us here today, Linda I know, we're we're coming in strong with this podcast And I really like to see that Uh, Also with us today, someone who wishes They paid uh, $80 a month in rent It's me! It's me! I wish I paid $80 in rent I'm Adam H, I'm here I would like to be paying $80 in rent per month Thank you very much, it didn't matter who I was living with Okay. Also, someone who believes that antidepressants are so not a big deal. It's Todd. Todd the brain How are you?
2: Who runs the world? Squirrels!
0: <laughs> Whoa. Coming with the with the squirrels. Okay. Todd, are you a big squirrel guy?
2: Not really. I just love that bit so
0: much. Okay. <laughs> okay <laughs> as a matter of fact um all right it's not just the three of us here today as we said last time we have a very special guest for this episode uh maybe some bean dip uh interplay here someone who i don't think loves bean dip all that much which is the correct take melissa woodward melissa how are you i'm okay
3: i've got my soft fiefs going on and mm. i'm just you know i'm here to share them and- yes <laughs> And this important. is great we were uh talking about adam's uh trip to costco before and i think it got <laughs> us all very energized for this podcast but i'm very excited yeah for those of you that don't know uh, i was giving adam a hard time because he lives alone and shopped at costco and uh he bought three bottles of body wash and i thought that that and adam tried to claim that that was saving the environment because he bought them at the same time okay uh,
0: I mean, I don't know we had to rehash all of this. We did. No, thank you so (laughs) much for bringing this up, Melissa. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, first of all, Costco is amazing. I'm not even willing to hear arguments about that because Costco is just simply incredible. The wide selection of products and goods, as well as their free samples, the ease of which to get in and out, and their food court, which is ridiculously cheap with pretty decent quality food. I love Costco so much, and I will not be shamed for it. Second of all, a new Costco four minutes away from my apartment opened today, today. Today was the opening day. They had a ribbon cutting at 7:30 a.m. I didn't I didn't go to the ribbon cutting. I just I was <laughs> okay. reading articles on it. Um, I almost went to that, I really wanted to go. I had a uh, an eight o'clock meeting though, so I couldn't, you know, I couldn't get over there. Whatever. Uh it opened today, which was very exciting. The other closest Costco that I've been going to was like 25-30 minutes away, depending on traffic, which is very annoying considering, like, you know, when you go to Costco, it's kind of a commitment. Like you have, you know, you're buying stuff for like a month at a time, two months at a time, like a pretty good chunk of time. Uh, it's a pretty big commitment to drive like 30 minutes to go to a grocery store when I have one that's like one minute away. And so now I have a Costco four minutes away. And so I said, Hey, uh, no, I have, I have other grocery stores. one minute okay. There's like other things that I can go to. Cause I don't go to Costco very often because it's so far away, but now four minutes away, I freaking love it. So I went, Oh, you know what? Opening day of Costco time to go get some stuff. What do I need? Number one, socks, got some socks, boom, pretty cheap socks, good quality. Love to see it. No one's, no one's complaining about socks. Uh, great. Number two, wine advent calendar. Had just (laughs) a necessity in life. Again, (laughs) (laughs) not willing to hear any shame about this whatsoever. I get it every year. It's incredible. Um, uh, Number three, I bought panko shrimp uh, because it was on sale and it's really good you just stick it in the air fryer you're golden it's a, it's a fantastic and number 4 yeah body wash i bought body wash i don't understand why this was such a point of contention uh, yes melissa i bathe myself from time to time <laughs> and i do use soap and I do not, it's not like it's going to go bad. It's not like it expires. I have the space in my cabinets to put three bottles of oh, body Oh, look at me. Wash. I'm Adam. I live in an apartment big enough to hold yeah, three things you know of body wash. You know how small <laughs> that cabinet is? It's not even that big. One of them is going to go already right on the little shower, uh, whatever thingy. Uh, and two of them are going to go in the cabinet. This does not take up that much space. It's just body wash. I was out of body wash. I needed more body wash. Done done and done very simple i do not understand how this turned into oh adam you pathetic loser who lives alone what the hell are you doing at costco how dare you shop at a bulk whole food store to wholesale whatever the i i do not understand why there is any shame happening at all i bought i would buy three more right now they're not gonna go bad uh yeah do you not buy body wash blesser
3: Okay, listeners, this is clearly a very accurate uh, and non-hyperbolic recounting of this conversation. This so is exactly I need how everybody to know that this yeah. is word for word, yes. verbatim, how it went. I said, I wasn't even how dare you bathe yourself? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, no, the comment that I had made was that you live alone. So how frequently do Damn. you need access to a Costco that one four minutes away should be such a surge of... As, as someone who also... Lives alone and you know can only go through so much body wash at a time. I was just commenting, I when I've gone to Costco, I've gone with like three friends and then we like split up the multi pack of hummus between us, and so we get cheap (laughs) hummus, but we don't have like six things of hummus that we have to try to get through. Costco stresses me out as someone who lived on a very tight, like grad school budget for a while. Food waste causes me a lot of anxiety, and so. Costco just has so much food that is going to go bad. So I don't mind it for things like the body wash and the socks and the whatever it's everything else that stresses me out about Costco, which is why I don't really go there. But then the thing was not that it was that then Adam tried to claim that by buying a three pack of body wash, he was saving the environment. Yeah. Um, And that was, I think where we, he sort of lost the high ground in this conversation uh, when we tried to claim that perhaps, uh, Adam's body wash buying habits were not a massive cause of climate change in this planet.
0: Okay. Well, I, I have so many comments to make. First of all, did everyone hear how she, Melissa just snuck in how many friends she has that she gets to go to Costco <laughs> with friends? I, I don't know what that's like. I, I have. You because
3: I use the word friends plural as you, yes. you were sitting here on a
0: podcast with two yeah. people. Yeah. Listen, you Todd and Lindy have never been, to, never been to Costco with me. That's for sure. Lindy and I have never split hum- <laughs> uh, hummus. To be honest, I would do
1: that if we lived in the same place. Yeah. I would go to Costco with you. That'd be yeah. fun.
0: Okay, but that's a that's a, I mean, you're really selling the East Coast here for what I'm trying to I've been to trying Costco. to. Yeah, I know. So. That's, that's actually a pretty good sale. Um yeah, I mean, I did save the world a little bit because I'm saving multiple trips. Uh, that being said, you know, we could go into a whole rant about how, like, the individual is not actually what's causing climate change and how it's there's true. a lot I'm going sorry, on there. Jim, Adam and, and I do agree kind on of... that.
3: Although I, I did once suggest that Adam could eat less meat and maybe that might impact things. And
0: yeah, and I got basically
3: told her to F off. Yeah, uh,
0: <laughs> 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 That was give or take how that conversation went. But I do agree. Um, individual action is really not
3: all that important yeah thing. the things that yeah, we should be caring pretty about
0: pretty are not your own individual guild it's yeah there's a lot more going anyway. on there i don't know i should stop talking about it yeah really that we could go down a giant rabbit hole there but um yeah so that it? that was the costco <laughs> escapades uh i love costco everyone should be going to costco it's it's really incredible especially the other thing i will say the other reason why i went on opening day they were chock full of free samples they really bring out the free samples when they're opening a new store there was a free sample on every single aisle like truly left
3: with COVID, it was like what do you uh, they're
0: back. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, Mosa. They're back. I mean, I uh, haven't been
3: to a grocery store unmasked in almost three years, so like the idea of like taking a mask off to like eat food while grocery shopping is somewhat
0: yeah. Horrifying. I'm again, I, you know, I don't know what to tell you. There were so many good free samples. Um, the gooey <laughs> butter cheesecake is the one that was easily the best, and it was so freaking good.
3: Wait, what um, is gooey butter cheesecake?
0: Why is uh that- it's actually a St. Louis thing like gooey butter cake. I feel like other places in the country have not like heard of this uh all that much but like it's a it's huge around St. Louis of gooey butter I, cake. I have have heard you of heard of it? it Cuz okay. I've been to St. Louis. That's why. Okay. I- <laughs> okay,
2: fair enough. Wait, but is
0: it
3: like butter on top of cheesecake? In no, cheesecake? No,
0: no. Gooey Under butter cheesecake? it's it's almost like imagine like slightly raw cookie dough almost like that kind of consistent. I know it doesn't make any sense at all, but like that kind of consistency of just like kind of that melting your mouth, kind of like big emphasis on like, you know, butter and there's like brown sugar and stuff like that in it. But then it's like with the cheesecake, it was, it was really, really good. Um, Sounds very good. Yeah. It's delicious. Yeah. I didn't buy any, but it was, it was really, really good. Uh, It's way overly expensive. Some of the Costco pies and cakes are pretty expensive. I will say. Um, Anyway, what else was the oh the other reason <laughs> that people go to Costco, I'm gonna stick on this for just one more thing, is the food court because this is like originally why I went there because I just went there for lunch. You get like a, one of those ridiculously large pieces of pizza and a soda for like three dollars uh for the whole thing. It's like boom, there's your lunch. Uh it's so good. Yeah. So uh even if you don't like have a you don't you don't even have to have a membership to get into the food court at Costco, you could just walk right in uh and get food. It's amazing. Highly I actually didn't know that. Uh, yeah. but I don't have a Costco very close Costco's to me and I don't easy. have
3: a car is also probably part of the reason why that's Costco tough. is not
0: a big on my agenda. Yeah, that's tough. Uh, carrying things back is always tough. Even I even have a car and it's very like annoying to like all those bulky things. They don't have, like bags or anything. They sometimes have boxes, but they ran out of boxes today. Okay. We're 10 minutes into a podcast talking about <laughs> Costco when really that is not what we're here to talk about. Uh, Lenny's shaking your head knowing that we started this late and this is going to be a long podcast, but it's fine. Um, season four, episode 13 of craziest girlfriend. Uh we're back here talking about the show proper. Uh we left uh at the end of last week uh with a lot of a lot of uh drama. We had a very like high stakes episode last episode that we talked about, kind of a great length of all about the Paula stuff uh that was going on and here we do pick up kind of pretty quickly after that. I will say overall this episode was a pretty mixed for me. I was I've been high in the last couple of episodes. I don't know that I'm quite as high on this one in general. I think I was really high on the last two, especially the rom-com episode. And then I don't know that I'm like absolutely loving this. There were things about this episode that like worked pretty well. And then there were a few things that I was like, ah, okay, what are we doing here? Um, Does anyone feel like crazy differently? Does anyone like love it, hate it? Any any strong feelings or emotions right off the top? To
3: me, this felt like an episode that was trying to get us from A to B in terms of the story. Like it wasn't... um necessarily meant to be a great impactful episode that it was just sort of moving the story along to get to the next point of it. Um, So it was fine. I liked this a lot better than most season four episodes so far. Yeah. Yeah,
0: What about, what about it? You want to expand on that?
1: (laughs) I don't know that I can like put my finger on it. You know, I've been kind of uh, feeling eh about a lot of season four mm-hmm. if not outright a- annoyed and this one i did not feel that way i i liked it but i'm not sure i can exactly say why until maybe we talk about it and then i'll okay. and then i'll figure it's, it out
2: is it because new greg got punched in the face did that did that make you happy the-
0: <laughs> greg
2: it's just greg
0: todd <laughs> new it's greg new sucks greg. oh no oh,
2: lindy has an ally now
0: lindy had an alley coming into the podcast let's do it little, i mean this was I mean, is before I we even hit talking. record yeah. um okay uh i mean there was some quick okay whatever we'll get into it okay season four episode 13 of crazy ex-girlfriend uh without any further ado lindy take it away
1: yeah no further ado okay <laughs> <laughs> all right this one is called i have to get out and, as always, we will start with the theme song. But before we even get into the phrase that's at the end, since Melissa is our guest and has not been on yet this season, I just want to ask, what do you think of this theme song in general, Not the specific end
3: phrase this time, but just overall? It's I don't love it. I so I went back and I watched like the four theme songs in a row so that I could properly rank them. i fi- I, I made a definitive ranking. It's one, three, four, two. I have no idea how that compares to all of you um but yeah I I don't I don't love it it's sort of like I get annoyed that Rebecca's just like sitting in a park being like why aren't I the one you're talking about and I'm like I get that it's the show is about her but it feels sort of like weird that she's like annoyed at the concept the whole time uh which just kind of bugs me and then I, the joke at the end I just don't find that funny so I don't know it's it, to me it's I I find it Less annoying than two, but not by much. I, it's not even that it's less annoying. It's that to me, I remember this one. I forget season two's theme song all the time.
0: And we go live to Lindy's response right now. Oh my gosh. I can't believe this because
1: season two theme song is my favorite. I'm
0: sorry, Lindy. <laughs>
1: and you're
3: calling it the worst. I just forget it. To me, it's the most forgettable.
0: Oh, but she's just a girl in love. Can you sing it for me, Lindy? I think I'm I forget it too.
1: not going to sing um and you can't trick me into singing so
0: well
3: well I also like okay the, the line is like and I get that it's you know parody and a joke and whatever but the line is I'm just a girl in love I can't be held responsible for my actions like what part of that do I am I supposed to you know be a fan of that's the joke That's the I joke. know and it still <laughs> annoys me because it's not actually that much of a joke for Rebecca at that stage in her life hmm
1: we must have talked about this when you were here on Probably, season two. but I think I'm my opinion sure about
3: these theme songs are all over the place. All right. Well, I don't nobody go back and hear my previous thoughts on the theme songs because sometimes I think my opinions just change randomly.
0: Melissa, that's ridiculous. You can't have opinions that just change podcast a podcast, willy-nilly like that. That's absurd. Who would do that? Um no one here, that's for sure. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Uh, I Own 15 Ferrets was the beginning. Did anyone get a message from Tom Palmer about this? I did not, even though we very explicitly said on the podcast that it's now his responsibility to reach out to us. I
3: did not get a message. Okay, no. well, we'll never know. I think, I think that's because Tom Palmer is too busy watching Dairy
0: Girls, uh, from what I've heard. And, oh, uh, is so. is the show over, though? I feel like I just saw that you had the last extended. podcast drop. Okay. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it all premiered in one day, so
0: yeah. Over, oh, so. oh! it was just okay. It was just a straight yeah. drop. Okay. It wasn't like a weekly. Not yep. a lot of shows are doing the straight drop anymore. Okay. Yeah. It I have 15 already
1: f- aired. It's just dropping on Netflix, but okay. Yeah. It I, aired in the UK. Yeah. Like ages yeah. ago.
3: Okay. Uh, anyway, we're not talking about dairy <laughs> girls. I was just making a snarky comment that uh, Tom yes. was too busy listening to my podcast to listen to yours. So. Okay,
0: I like that. Yeah, I like that. Uh, yeah. We're yeah, we, reading. We, out we, for have, we have proof on that,
2: that. Saturdays are Adam Saturdays for Tom Palmer. Though that, uh, <laughs> Tom listens to all of Adam's podcasts that drop on Saturdays.
0: So. Um, it sounds um, like a great way to spend a Saturday. it sounds like a terrible
2: <laughs> way to spend a saturday honestly
0: uh i have 15 fairs does nothing for me like t- terrible this is so dumb this is uh, this is nothing
3: she also like screamed it which i thought was weird and yeah. kind of terrifying
2: yeah that's that's what made it work for me honestly this one compared to the other ones just like her oh. delivery the delivery of it just like the the super hyper i have 50- you know i don't know just like it's being a little bit different from her usual delivery i don't know it sold it for me a little bit more i still don't particularly like it but i think this is probably out of all the ones we've set this is probably my favorite one which is damning with faint praise for sure super low bar but it was it was her delivery sold it for me more than the content itself
1: i pretty much agree with todd this one was like okay for me um and now that I think about it, probably my second favorite. My first favorite is um Ibis the season 1 theme song. That one's perfect. Um after that, I really haven't liked any of them. This one was actually all right, but to be honest, like I- I've disliked so many of them that I couldn't even like this one even though it was better.
2: <laughs> it's tainted.
1: But there you have it. Um so getting into the episode, we start this one. It's a kind of an odd place to start, but Josh is at Rebetzel's doing some plumbing work, and for some reason, Jim is there, too. (laughs) I don't really understand how we're starting here, but here we are. Jim asks why he's doing that, and Josh says, well, you know, Rebecca gave me a place to stay. I only have to pay 80 bucks a month in rent, and, you know, she's got stuff going on with Paula, and she just started antidepressants, and yes, Adam mentioned it at
0: the top here, but $80? Yeah. I mean, so the question has to be asked here. Would you live with your ex that you left at the altar for yes. 80 bucks a month? It's an yeah. easy yes for me. Easy. Yeah. How quickly can I say yes to this? Yeah. yeah. Easy yes. I've already packed my bags. Like <laughs> I'm there in a heartbeat. Yeah,
3: as the person who probably pays the most expensive rent in this phone, in this call, like I, I yes a million times.
0: Lindy and Todd. Sure,
2: why not?
3: Well,
1: this is tough for me because I currently live with my boyfriend. So do we both have to move in with an
0: ex? <laughs> <laughs> that which, might be Which weird. situation would you say yes to? <laughs> Like, would I, you do it if it's just you? Or would you, would you, or what is it better? If yeah, it's is, both it, of you? is it better
3: or worse?
1: I don't even Wait. know if it's
0: better if it's both of you. <laughs> I think both
1: of these are terrible. Either I'm stopping living with my current boyfriend to live with an ex, or my current boyfriend and I are both going to live with an ex. That but all sounds so bad. You pitch it month. to him.
3: Yeah, you pitch it to him like, hey, I'm going to move in, pay $80 in rent, save all that money, and then we'll go, like, buy a place. You Where's know. he going to live? Who cares? What?
0: <laughs> you get to live for eighty dollars a month. That's more He's I mean gonna have to pay
1: more now. This is ridiculous. <laughs> we both have to move in for the okay, $80. So, so you're right. only okay, in so you if you both, have both to move in. Move in. Yeah, that's how it has to work. God, that makes
0: sense. I mean there were just Then it's some... only
1: forty bucks a month each, actually. <laughs> or would it
0: be I don't know, it might be eighty each just to keep with the uh that's some like sitcom shenanigans right there. That's you know, moving in with your boyfriend. <laughs> Into an ex's
2: house. Yeah. I'd much like, that. Like, that
3: barely covers... Like, it probably doesn't even cover the cost of, like, hydro and internet. The oh, definitely wondering. not. If you're going to charge yeah. $80, why are you charging at all? Yeah. Fair.
2: I, I feel like it's fair, Rebecca, to have absolutely no concept of money... Uh, i feel like, like i think right. rebecca's like how much is rent eighty dollars you know it's, it's kind yeah. something like how that. much a banana yeah. um, exactly. yeah. it's a Blues exactly. moment.
3: um it's that and i think rebecca like rebecca's in therapy now right i think maybe for her this is like i am clearly not being walked over and setting a boundary look at me doing this good thing and it's like <laughs> by charging this man rent and then it's like so close <laughs> but also charge him an actual amount of money that matters
0: is it because josh has no money to pay
1: that could be it too
0: i'm sure that's part of it yeah hmm. probably
1: i mean what does he do right now he's um, a dj
2: he's dj oh and he's doing like the uh the bros moving company thing
1: <sighs> oh that but what was it no, called it was no, like an act. A... guys with trucks or something Buff guys <laughs> with bros.
0: trucks yeah it i don't know like
1: not that a is lot is
0: what Josh right now, is doing yeah. not a lot uh is yeah. the gist of this okay so we all of us would do this eighty dollars yeah um sure. most of my exes are married so that would be a weird situation but <laughs> whatever it's fine okay well, I'm glad we're all in agreement there that, I feel like yeah. that was good I'm, yeah, we came to it came to a consensus the, okay. eighty dollars
3: it's just hard to pass up you yeah. know my thing with this conversation though is that like how ridiculously like familiar jim is with this situation and like this weird like you know all josh says is like oh yeah she's letting me crash for 80 bucks and jim like i don't know seems like she's in love with you and it's like what like sir what is happening this is a weird (laughs) leap in logic that he has taken and which josh immediately is like oh no i'm not in love with like obviously he is um And then Josh is like, by the way, Rebecca's on antidepressants. Let me tell you about everything she's going through right now, random coworker. And I was like, I don't know. This whole conversation is weird, let alone use of the word fiefs.
1: Right. Like, why are Josh and Jim talking? Have they ever spoken before? I don't know.
2: Yeah. I don't recall any other Josh-Jim interactions ever.
0: I don't like Jim very much. Um... Or Josh, for that matter. This was, this <laughs> I was is gonna bad enough, right? Uh what fiefs is this just like a shorthand for feelings? Is yes, that Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well I we, know, I think, obviously I've never seen it used before outside. I of the think show. we need
3: to categorize. So okay, is soft and hard like an adjective? Is it a descriptor of types of feelings? Like, are some feelings hard and some soft? Or can a feeling be? hard or soft you get what i'm saying like can anger go on a scale from soft to hard or is anger like
0: always a hard feeling i think it's a scale of each each feeling can be soft and can be hard no
1: yes i i I think so because he's saying you have feelings for her you have hard feelings you know like extreme feelings tangible that's that's a scale from soft to hard of feelings of like romantic feelings
2: yeah, I think that's right. Because if he said you had soft thieves for, then I think it would be more like oh, soft is like the the lovey dovey type type thing. But right. since he categorizes kind of hard, then you know, I think it would be more of the the continuum.
3: So it's like a magnitude thing.
2: Yeah, yeah. like I there are people pop, pop. in life that I have I
0: say, pop, pop. soft feelings for, but then like I Name, have hard names, feelings. Adam. Well, I have hard feelings for Costco. So like <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those situations. Like they can be soft right. and hard. You know. Right. Okay. Well,
3: I've you know. Hard fiefs all I don't know what the good one is. Uh well,
0: it can all be good. Bread. Well, now hang on a minute. I don't think soft and hard is like on the same spectrum as good or bad. I feel like we have like a soft, hard, and then like good, bad. You know what I mean? Like I feel like you can be soft and good or soft and bad, hard and good, hard and bad.
3: I guess this is what I was asking though, is like if it's an if it's magnitude, if it's like, like oh, you like you know, kind of like someone or you really like them, like is it like that, or is it um or is it some other type of descriptor, I guess? So I don't know how you can like only sort of like someone and have that not be as like, have that not be worse than like really liking someone.
0: Because sometimes the person that you have feelings for is not a person that you should have feelings for. Uh, and it ends up turning very bad at Adam. Uh <laughs> so, so like, you know what I mean? Like sometimes the soft feelings can be like better. What am I trying to say? Sometimes I have no hard- idea. You're saying, hold on. You're saying why? You're, so, you're saying, why would hard feelings not always be better than soft feelings, right? When it comes to this yeah. like, relationship? Okay, so if
3: soft is like, you know, I'm a little angry and hard is I'm a lot angry, right? Like, it's uh, if it's a continuum of magnitude, and here we're talking about the feeling of love. Yeah. Soft love seems like always worse than hard love. This is weird. But it's like, like, is it not like a little bit of love versus a lot of love?
0: Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) I am. Okay. I
1: don't know that we need to use Jim's scale for this. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we're trying too hard to make it work.
0: (laughs) Okay that is that a is. classic <laughs> symptom of hard love right there uh, <laughs> trying way too hard to make it work um yeah okay i don't know but that yeah. i have a great response there
3: i think lindy is just like desperately hoping that we get past the first scene within the well, first half hour of this podcast
1: that <laughs> is that is true i am hoping for that because if we do you know a half hour per scene that's not gonna that's not then gonna I take work out record.
0: and then you know we're all winners Jess would be furious. I'm just gonna put this right out there into the universe right now. Jess would be so mad if her record was ever broken.
3: To be fair, with the hour at which we started recording this podcast, I would not do that to Lindy. So yeah, I think I don't think Lindy would mine. make it through. Don't worry,
0: Jess. Is I I, I is would safe.
3: quit. I would
1: I, I would quit in the middle. So th- we're not breaking the record. That's just not happening. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, that's fine.
3: Uh, <laughs> just you know, Jess. I could do it if I wanted to, but I'm. <laughs>
0: <That's insane>. oh. <laughs> Is this secretly just uh, Lindy wanting Jess to be happy here by not allowing Melissa to break the record? Is this sabotage on Lindy's part?
1: Oh, my gosh. It's really not. If it was, I would have gotten past the first scene by now. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) So anyway, uh, yeah, Josh denies that he has feelings, but he does say that Rebecca is completely adorable 24-7, And is flashing back to making out with her. So, obviously, uh, he's got some feelings. So, then we see Rebecca at Dr. Copian's office. She's talking about how she's been feeling so tired in the weeks since she started taking the antidepressants. Uh, She hasn't talked to Greg yet because they just haven't had time. Um, So, she needs to tell him about what happened the other night with Nathaniel and Josh. Um, But she also wants to really sort out how she feels about being on this medication now. She says it feels like a cop out to her. She feels ashamed that she has to take antidepressants. And Dr. Copian asks her to interrogate that feeling. (laughs) And then she says, I mean, baby, lots of people are on those pills, like everyone. Dr. Copian has this
3: like weird like manner of speaking to rebecca in this episode it's like weirdly familiar for a therapist it feels like it's like right babe don't worry about it (laughs) you know it's just like it's very weird it's like okay dr kobe i don't know what's happened i get that you and rebecca have sort of a weird client therapist
0: relationship here but it was a bit of like
3: just you know chillax bex it's fine and uh, you know it was weird
0: you're like calling people babe just out of the blue just everyone
3: I hate Babe in all contexts, actually.
0: Oh, okay. Wow. Even Babe the movie. What slander? I, I mean, yeah, you know, that's uh, a that's, that's a stretch, fine. Adam. Come Is up. it a stretch? A what did you guys think of Babe the movie? I've been. No. To- We're to- not Todd. doing this. <laughs> 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 she didn't even Todd bring that up. <laughs> Todd's the movie guy. I mean, I just I yes. want his movie opinion
3: here. Todd, what do you think of Babe the movie? <laughs> also, Babe Two: Pig in the City. Did I just make that up? Is that
0: a thing?
2: No, that that yeah. is a thing. That yeah. is my a God. thing. Yeah, I have, they're both cute movies. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed both of them. This That'll is just pig. us
0: guessing what the quiz is going to be later. It could honestly, there's a non-zero chance that Babe to Pig in the City is on the quiz. There's a zero percent <laughs> chance. Let's be real. We have no idea what's on this quiz. If Todd not does that. not speak for the next twenty minutes, it's because he's rewriting the quiz. Yes.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Um yeah so rebecca is just clearly kind of uncertain about all of this right now uh but then we get the first sign in this episode which is antidepressants are so not a big deal um melissa as our guest you should go first what do you think of this one
3: um i love the sentiment here i thought the line actually that i love is like just before this where rebecca says i should have been able to tough it out i feel like that feeling like kicked me and punched me in the gut. Like I was like, oh, that's, we're getting too real. Rachel Bloom, I can't deal. Um, But that was really lovely. And it's just, again, like a bit of a reminder of this, the way that this show deals with mental health and why I think it's done so well. Um, And I think the sentiment of this song is great. It's fine. Uh, I did love the sort of like uh, tap dance in the middle of the street. Yeah, it's like not my favorite song they've ever done, but I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I like it a lot. Um, I like,
1: I like, it feels grand. It feels like they put a lot into this with the dancing, with the big group. Uh, my personal favorite part is that, that that grocery clerk returns. I forget her name, but I love that they have, like, a random person that we've seen in the past in this. Because that's the point of this song, is that, like, oh, like... Lots of people do this. And so, you know, it feels like a big deal to Rebecca, but in terms of, like, it's not that she's, like, not normal. Like, this is a thing that lots of people do. So having a random person we've seen before kind of drives that home. And I liked it. I liked it a lot.
0: Yeah, I think I'm higher on it than both of you. I loved this song so much. Like the whole big dancing number on the middle of the street when she gets like the tap shoes and they have a dance break right in the middle. I'm a sucker for a dance break, let me tell you. Um, this was so good. The sentiment of the song, like Missle said, is spectacular. I love the whole ideology behind this. I love the lyrics. I think they're like um, not only like kind of like funny and witty, but also like very catchy. Like this has been in my head, uh, you know, since I saw it the first time. Um, and then, uh, I mean, it's just really good. I don't know, I don't know what else to say. Like, give Dr. Copian more songs. Like, I feel like every time we've heard Dr. Copian sing, which is very rarely, I think we've only heard her once before. I'd have to like no. think
2: about it. We've we had a couple,
0: if we had more than one, yeah, because um, there
2: was the Dream Ghosts and then the there was the ghost. uh, maybe Be Different This Time. That's yeah, Science it's all good. Pastiche. Give her more
0: stuff. Yeah, give her more. I love it. I love it so much. Uh, you know, I think this is the best song of the episode as well. And so I'm, I'm very high on this.
3: Yeah, that's fair. And I agree that doc- every time Dr. Ocopian sings, it's really exciting. Uh, a couple of things that I thought was uh, funny. I did just love the line of like, honey, you're not special. Cause you're sad. Um, was pretty good. And uh, I love the shout out to the dog on antidepressants. Cause my cat is on anti-anxiety medication.
0: There you go.
2: Yeah, no, I also, I really like this song. I I think it's a lot of fun. The whole La La Land vibes that's going for is really cool. And again, I also love the dance break. The whole tap sequence is, is a lot of fun. No, I think it's just like, it's a fun song. I enjoy it a lot.
1: So after that, we see that AJ has been covering for Rebecca at Rebetzels while she's been with Paula a lot. And he refers to it as her dream. And she wonders why that is. And it's because of a T-shirt on the wall that literally says "Take a bite out of my dream." And Rebecca's like, "Oh no! Like that's what people think it's my dream and buy more stuff." Like how Kate Hudson pretends to love leggings. Is I there love a reference that to joke.
3: Something I I don't get it.
1: Yeah, like isn't it like Fabletics that legging company? Oh, is Kate Hudson a Fabletics person? I, or maybe it's a different one. I don't know. Okay. It was funny to me because I, I like vaguely knew what she, what she was talking about. Let okay. me look it up.
0: I uh, love the word vaguely. Too, you included that was good. Uh, the, I don't know the, this whole sequence to me, the whole, like, this is what her dream is and stuff like that. This is probably the stuff that worked the least for me of this episode, just because it felt like not it didn't even like feel forced. It just felt so out of place. Like it just didn't make sense for this to be here in this episode. Um, Mainly because we've seen her before, like when she was opening this pretzel shop, when she's like putting her work into this, we were led to believe that this was a step forward in her happiness journey. We were led to believe that this was a positive thing for her of leaving her previous job to come here. And like this just felt like we got the rug pulled out from under us a little bit here and just like, oh, this isn't my dream. I just put that on a shirt. I don't know what my dream is like. Like, what are we doing here a little bit, right? Like, this felt to me like there was, okay, we've kind of put in some work to build up what this pretzel stand is to her. And admittedly, pretzels have been kind of a pretty big part of the show since episode one, when she came riding in on a pretzel to West Covina. And now this is just kind of like an aloof thing. I don't know. Uh, I'm getting like furrowed brows from both Todd and Lindsay. Do you disagree with this? I disagree with what you just said, because at
1: the end of this episode, which we'll get to, she says like this is just what i was doing next it's not that oh she doesn't like it or oh we were misled it's just like her ultimate dream is something different which i think you'll agree has been underlying in the show the entire time sure and this was the next step in her journey of happiness which is you just said oh we were led to believe that and now it's not true well it is true
0: it, but the 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 realization of just, like, the pretzel is not, like, not nothing, but, like, oh, it's just, like, a waning whatever. I don't know. That felt, like, very quick to me of just, like, oh, it's nothing. And then we just, like, mo- that was just, like, a given that we accepted here in minute, like, five. Uh, and then we kept going, whereas, like, I don't know. I don't know that we had, like, seen anything previously that suggested that it wasn't, especially when we get moments Uh, that like really stood out to me of like when Rebecca and Greg were like having their moments together making pretzels like they were like really enjoying it together they were like having good bonding experiences she's experienced a couple different things at the pretzel shop that was like very emotionally important to her I don't know this just felt like it kind of came out of nowhere and then like changed a lot of givens that we had been led to believe the first 13 episodes of the season.
2: Oh, but just because she has like good memories at the pretzel stand doesn't mean the pretzel stand is her dream. I mean, there are things that have happened there and it's been like a part of her journey, sure. But I mean, I could say like whenever she first did the pretzel stand, like this feels right. You know, she's being like led to like, okay, think over this feels like like it's right that I do this sort of thing. But again, it's not like she lived her entire life hoping that one day she would run a pretzel stand you know it's not like this is like the culmination of everything i think that's right yeah it's something that has made her happy but it's also not something that she necessarily like sees doing for her life it's not the thing that is like the culmination of all of her dreams and the thing that she would like would feel like fulfilled doing necessarily i think that's kind of the difference between like the dream and this is the thing that she's doing because you know it felt right
0: Which is fine. Like I'm not saying that this like had to be her dream or anything like that. It just felt very quick to me that she would just like be casually telling AJ, "Oh, this isn't my dream."
2: (laughs) But has she told anyone it was her dream outside like the merchandising thing? I I mean, that's is that? I I think (laughs) because it's not nothing. (laughs) uh, Yeah, but I mean, she has not verbalized on the show that this is her dream, and so I guess like for me, this doesn't feel like a big shift. This is not like a big, I know to, to you, you've taken it as, as a dream for me. I never took it that the princess shop was like her ultimate thing. And so suddenly this thing that we have seen be her dream kind of being the actual dream doesn't feel like a huge shift to me.
3: I think the thing that I felt a bit like with this shift here is that I didn't understand why the search for the dream was like suddenly a thing. Like why she was suddenly like feeling unfulfilled and searching for other things. And, and so, you know, we started with this, like, oh, I'm uh, really tired all the time because of the antidepressants. They haven't really worked yet. And then, I, and then it was like very suddenly like, and now I'm completely unhappy at my job and I need to go find the thing I'm supposed to be doing. And I was like, where did that come from? Like that to me felt like the sudden shift in the episode that I was kind of confused about. And then I just I found the, like, very, like, what possibly could my dream be? What could be the thing that I would enjoy? And it's like, obviously, it's theater. Like, go, I'm surprised she hasn't been in community theater her entire life. Like, the fact that this very suddenly kind of dawns on her at the very end of the episode was the part that I was like, well, yeah, obviously. Like, obviously, this is where you're going to go. So it's just that sort of all felt a bit forced and weird throughout this. I just didn't totally get what Rebecca was doing in this episode. It felt... I was like following the other storylines and Rebecca, it, it sort of felt like this was Rebecca in some sort of like waiting stasis until like a future episode.
2: Yeah, no, I, I can totally get that. It did feel a little, like it said earlier, like, you know, like they're just trying to move like the plot forward in a way. But I, I guess for me, I, the thing that, propelled it was aj like mentioning this is your dream and rebecca going no it's not and i think it was like that random comment is a thing because rebecca is someone who a is you know like the something will propel her down a course someone says something that gets her brain going and suddenly she can't help but obsess over that fact so for me that was the thing that was the impetus for this but i agree a lot of the rebecca stuff in this episode is very on the nose it's a very on the nose episode with the rebecca stuff i don't think it was executed incredibly well compared to some of the other stuff
1: well as usual the person i agree with the most is todd (laughs) i don't mind how this episode goes for rebecca and i totally understand how this happened like todd said sometimes a little comment can really make you reassess things. And I don't think she was ever unhappy with this, but she realizes what she's passionate about is something else. Um, but just to, for the record, I did look it up. Kate Hudson did co-found Fabletics. I was right. <laughs> um, so I did like that little joke. Um, but yeah, AJ asked like what her actual dream is. And at this point in the episode, she says she doesn't know. And he says like, you better get started. Like life is short and you're not young.
3: Um, which is a pretty interesting, thing to say. Yeah, it's very cruel to those of yes. us that are probably Rebecca's age.
2: <laughs> yes, it's very cruel, Adam and Lindy, to make these comments up people's age. Do I do that? I just think back to like 1983, I think was the year that we were fixated on the last <laughs> podcast. Uh...
3: But, uh, I'm... <laughs> Todd, that was before I was born, and I'm the second oldest person on this podcast. <laughs>
0: Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Sorry. Can I interest either of you two in one of my many shovels to continue to dig? Or <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm just gonna move past it. <laughs> um, I was commiserating with Todd about the age thing, and then I, you
0: know, and then you just then, the you per, perfect opportunity. And then to brought up put the 1983, knife in. and
3: I was like, "Oh, no, yeah. I can't, can't go that far." <laughs> oh,
2: it's fine. It's
3: fine. I was at least born in the 80s.
1: moving on um yeah so (laughs) at the hospital paula is still there um she's studying for her bar exam which is the next day and valencia and heather are there they're a little concerned about that she's still going to be doing this um and heather even asks what rebecca thinks but she is so tired she's like lying down on the bed and she says i'm sad that's Melon. Uh, which is a a weird, tired quote that I loved. I think I relate to Rebecca being very sleepy. I am very sleepy, we've
0: established. Lindy, you sleep nine hours a day. How do you have time to be sleepy? Because I am tired. (laughs) Oh my gosh.
1: I don't always sleep that much, just so you know
0: okay but i
1: could if i wanted to Could if
0: she wanted to <laughs> i could not if i wanted to let me just tell you okay i mean yeah we all
3: know adam doesn't sleep I, um yeah. what's sleep this whole i will also admit that this whole plot kind of drove me nuts um first of all like the bar exam is, as they said, like a six hour exam. So when it's like early afternoon and they're like, Oh, I'm we're gonna have to leave the hospital, it's like, no, she's already missed it. Like, don't you're not sneaking out for six hours so that no one will notice you and then coming back without anyone like no, this whole plot was very never happening and it was yeah, I don't know. It was fine. You mean it wasn't
1: realistic that like Rebecca ended up in the morgue and Paul had to break out of the hospital? <laughs> No, oh, none of it. No, I Lindy, know.
0: it wasn't. <laughs> That's what
1: I'm saying. I'm, I know. It's not realistic. But I still enjoyed it. So, yeah. So, Paula is saying, like, she does want to take the exam because she doesn't have time to waste. Like, she realized she could die at any time. Um, and so, she wants to do this. She wants to be a lawyer as soon as possible. And Dr. Roth comes in, not the funny one, Um, and Paula asks to leave and Rebecca wants her to do that because of her dream, she says. Um, But Dr. Ross says, no, we like, you have to stay
3: here for one more night and I'll
1: sign you out tomorrow morning.
3: Did the Roth humor work for any of you? Because I just, this whole thing, I was like, okay, neither of these people are funny. I don't get why this is, it's funny that they're not funny.
0: Yeah. Guess what? I don't really need my doctors to be funny. No offense, Melissa. I just like <laughs> not, you know, uh, like when I'm. Yeah, you don't a, need it. Some of us just are, but you know, you know. Well, yeah, it's like a true. bonus. Yeah, uh, it's it's like a reward. Um, I just, you know, when I'm in a hospital in a situation I don't want to be in, I just don't need a funny doctor ever. It just, I just don't need it. It's not a situation that I'm looking forward to. Uh, not interested. I don't. And think the humor. The and <laughs> and well okay even if it isn't the point the humor is like not good enough to justify the situation like if he was actually funny I would maybe like it more does, does that make sense like if the funny doctor was funny I, I would like the funny doctor the funny thing is that he's not funny but it wasn't <laughs> no, funny but the but the not funny one wasn't funny like you already have a not funny doctor I don't need another not funny doctor pretending that he's funny. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm... I'm following that. So I, I, I,
2: I see what you're saying. I don't agree, but I see what you're saying. So.
0: Well, that's 50% <laughs> more than I usually get on this podcast. So yeah. I, I very guess, true. I guess that's yeah. Right. No, I agree. Yeah. Adam, one, one of
3: them was supposed to be funny. One of them was not funny. Yeah. So it was just like two not funny people on this show. Not and being he funny, wasn't.
0: Which... he wasn't not funny to the point of being funny either. Like it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, like there was it was a weird middle ground of like badly yeah. trying to be intentionally not funny to be fun. It doesn't whatever. It just didn't work. That's all I'm saying. Anyone who out there who gets it, they already get it. They already know what I'm saying. Yeah. Apparently worked for Todd though. Yeah, worked for Todd. It worked for and Lindy. Yeah. <laughs> what else is new?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Adam, have we ever agreed so much in our entire lives? I don't know. <laughs> yeah,
1: just wait
0: Melissa, till we get what's to the being done. <laughs> oh my god, we're almost there too. <laughs>
1: we finally there is what you mean. Um <laughs> yeah. finally. Yeah, well anyway, the doctor rot.
0: I'm sorry. Oh man. Okay. I'm
1: sorry. Sometimes I just gotta keep it going. And yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. The Lindy yeah, yeah, Train yeah. is
3: chugging along. Choo yep. choo. Chuka I forgot I missed that part. <laughs>
1: Yep, get on board. All right, so <laughs> I don't even know. Let's okay. get to the bean
0: dip. <laughs> Let's get
1: to the bean dip, the most important part of this episode. So, Daryl arrives at the hospital, but he can't go see Paula yet because there's too many visitors. So, he sits down in the waiting room and he's a couple chairs away from this woman who asks who he's waiting for. He explains, Oh, my best friend Paula just had heart surgery. She's my best friend, but I'm not hers. It's hard to explain. <laughs> Love he that little callback. <laughs> he did just explain it, yes. Um, and the woman actually relates to that. Um, her, one of her friends has kind of done that to her, too. And so that's a little connection for them. And then that's when Daryl says, oh, I hope my bean dip's not bothering you. You know, some people don't like the smell. And he pulls out the bean dip. Adam's head is in his hands. He is already just totally done with this. But I'm not. Look, Daryl gets out his bean dip. And guess what? Guess what? This woman also has bean dip with her. I am thrilled that the bean dip has returned. And how perfect is it that the first time there was Daryl's bean dip was season one, episode nine, which is when Melissa first joined us here on the podcast. And here she is back for the triumphant return of the bean
3: dip. Melissa, is that why you picked this episode? Uh... To be fair, I believe Todd messaged me and suggested this episode, so I did not (laughs) pick it. Um, But yes, this is totally, was on purpose, not at all, just this wonderful coincidence. I have said since the very first appearance on this podcast that I refuse to be on an episode without an Adam's Kitchen Corner. And so this is just clearly the setup for that. Um, But also, I love, and by love I mean hate, That the thing that Daryl thought to bring to a woman who had just had a heart attack was multi-layered bean dip. Was it for Paula, though? Or was it for, like... Who who else? For the other people hanging around? He thought, here, I'll show up to to see Paula in the hospital and bring everybody else something that Paula can't partake in. So he's Mm -hmm. just going to rub it in her face that there's probably certain foods she can't eat now? I don't know. Among them, I would assume... Avocado and sour cream. I don't even know what else is in the bean dip. Cheese,
0: olives. Let me just say, as we get into the bean dip, what if I don't let you say? Too bad. Uh, (laughs) I'll just edit it in afterwards. I don't care. Uh, I have no shame. Um, There is a reason why both of these individuals were left in the waiting room and are the odd person out. That's all I'm going to say. Because you know what? If you're bringing bean dip, to the hospital shame on you absolute shame upon you yet again i will say as was the case last time there are no chips there are no receptacles to eat the bean dip even if you wanted to okay number can't even eat it it's nasty as you bring there's no way it's refrigerated he just whipped that out of nowhere she just whipped that out of nowhere this is not chilled bean dip if there's any meat in there or beans or cooked items they've gone bad They've spoiled. It's disgusting. It's absolutely nasty. And they just whip it out. And you know what? If you ever are in a situation where I hope my blank isn't bothering you and you're in a public location, it is. It's bothering someone. Done. It is bothering someone. I promise it's bothering someone. doesn't matter if it's your crying kid on an airplane. It doesn't matter if it's your crying kid in another public place. It doesn't matter <laughs> if it's your bean dip. Anywhere, okay? It is bothering or you're someone. Or your, like, microwaved
3: fish at the office
0: lunch Or your, yeah, or anything. It is bothering someone. I promise you. Bean dip is maybe the worst thing that you could have brought to this situation for all of the reasons. It's not even good. Adam's Kitchen Corner is quick this week. Bean dip is nasty. I am not interested in your bean dip. Give me queso. I'll take queso. I'll take salsa. We could do, uh, we could do guacamole. There are plenty of... Various other things to do, maybe a nacho salad if you're like in a situation where you could eat it immediately after you make it. There's a lot of other situations where similar types of food could be good. Bean dip at a hospital. The only good thing, the only good thing about having bean dip at a hospital is that you are close enough to the hospital to get the help (laughs) that you need after eating the bean dip. That's the only good thing. Get me out of here. This is trash. I hate every part of this. Dual bean dips? Absolutely not.
3: Yeah, I mean, there's truly a time and a place for bean dip, and it is not at a hospital, not after your friend had a heart attack.
1: I'm just wondering what happened in Adam's past involving (laughs) bean dip that made him upset about it. One of his exes probably <laughs> brought him some bean dip and I
3: don't even know. But No, it's got to be worse than that, right? It has to be that, like, someone, like, showed him up, right? Like, someone who, like, also liked the same person he like brought bean dip to a party and, like, impressed that person with the bean dip so much that the two of them ran off together and left Adam alone with just the bean dip.
0: I like Am that I right, Adam? I get it? Well, my question is, if they liked the bean dip so much, why would they leave it behind? <laughs> I mean, you know,
3: you don't finish a bean dip.
0: You eat like a third you of it. You don't a start dip. a bean dip! Uh, <laughs> let alone not since finish. that party, anyway. Uh, not since that party, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, I like this narrative that there's something in my past, uh, bean dip millionaire or something, that's like, you know, got me, <laughs> got me feeling <laughs> some type of way about bean dip. Uh, no, it's just nasty. There's so many other alternatives that are so much better, especially when you're because there is kind of an art to bringing food to like a hospital waiting room. Like if there's like a serious situation, admittedly, snacks are important when it comes to like there's a lot of people waiting around in a waiting room, whether it be for like, uh, you know, a lot of. We don't need to get like too specific here, but like, you know, name
3: things that people wait in a hospital waiting room for.
0: I mean, you know, there's a lot of things like if a a family member is like struggling from like a very serious disease, you know, whether it be a heart attack or, uh, you know, a big surgery or cancer or whatever, there's like a lot of things that you could be waiting in a hospital waiting room for. Also like Uh,
3: babies and, you know.
0: Yeah, there's a lot, you know, other potentially so happier things. things well, but yeah. this is a sad thing. And, you know, obviously, Paul heart on, you know, something relatable there. There is a lot of situations where you need to be in hospital for a good amount of time. And snacks are important because there's a lot of times you could, like, get cranky and, like, it could get really, like, terrible out there as people, are, like, getting agitated and frustrated. But the snacks that you bring cannot be beaned. in. You cannot be bringing bean dip into this situation. You have to bring something that is just so much better. Uh, you know, like sandwiches are a, a potentially good option if you're like looking for something of more substance a la bean dip maybe. Um, baked goods are always good. Lots of coffee, stuff like that. Nuts, uh, you know, stuff like that. I feel like our, you know, trail mix, things that, you know, good good options there. Not bean dip. That's what I'm saying. Not bean dip.
1: Are you telling me that you don't appreciate that they're calling back to
0: something from season one? Don't you can't, you can't, no, 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 no. No, what? No, you can't use the callback. You can't use the callback defense here. Okay. This is, you can't, there's no, that you doesn't work.
1: You didn't answer the question. So you're that saying doesn't, you, that you doesn't, don't like the fact that not, they called back to something all the way from season
0: one. It does not excuse what we saw doesn't excuse the bean dip
1: i'm not talking about whether you not you like the bean dip or approve of the bean dip i'm talking about do you like the fact that they called back to something very specific
0: all the way in season one okay fine i'll double down no no i didn't like it lindy i didn't like it one bit
1: wow it
0: was probably my least favorite thing that daryl has done in three seasons and now here we are uh i loved it i and love I, that callback. is a
2: bold claim considering some of the
0: things that daryl said even this i refuse to think of anything else that daryl has done this, <laughs> this is clearly and the so worst thing this is it this is the bottom of the barrel
1: so it, do you really want us to list the things that daryl has done that are definitely objectively worse oh so him? you
0: can do this with daryl but i can't do it with nathaniel that's what you're saying you can mm, and have uh, Oh, yeah, I've no. been on the podcast yes, yes, yes. when you have. I will continue I so to do so. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> uh, okay, I mean, you know, whatever. The callback is fine, but the bean dip is not fine. Oh, I did so it...
1: now you're on board with the callback?
0: Well, uh, you know, I'm, I'm you trying to give, weren't. I'm trying to give you a little win here, just you know, to to maybe you can move on from this. Oh, you but...
1: don't have to let me win.
0: Wow, truly, a lot of confidence here from Lindy today. Sheesh. Did you have bean dip before we started?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from Costco.
0: Did that, huh? Oh, if Costco sells bean dip, I might have to.
3: I mean, they absolutely do. Might they have to totally do. It. In like know. a gigantic tub.
0: Gross. Get me out of there. It's Costco's worst item.
3: Let's get out
1: of this scene. So <laughs> Daryl and April, that's her name, uh, agree to go get a coffee. So this could be the start of something there. We'll get back to that. Um, but then we see that Greg has arrived at the hospital. He's there to talk to Rebecca. He explains the whole situation to the nurse, but she does not care. <laughs> Obviously, she has better things to do than listen to the story. Um, and then we see Nathaniel walk in. He is holding flowers there for Paula. And then of course, Josh walks in with flowers for Paula. We've got all three of them here in the same place again. Love to see the awkwardness there. Um, it's it's really funny they are super awkward together. Um, And then Josh asked Greg, like, oh, you didn't bring flowers? And Greg, classic Greg, is like, no, I was here to talk to Rebecca, and flowers are already dying by the time you buy them, so you're basically handing a loved one a bag of remains.
3: Greg sucks.
2: (laughs) Total ray of sunshine, as usual. Where's the lie, though, is my question.
3: Flowers are pretty. True. That's all that matters. Flowers are pretty, and they make someone think that you thought of them, and that is their point. Fair. wishing them well, you know? It's okay. just a gesture. It doesn't have to be a big, meaningful, like, here is the absolute best thing that I could do as the pinnacle of a human. It's just a nice gesture, and flowers are pretty. There's nothing more to it than that, Greg.
1: I completely agree, and I remember the first time I was given a bouquet of flowers, and the way it made me feel, it was lovely. And oh my so- gosh.
0: Wait, Lindy, tell the story. Who gave it to you?
1: Well, um, it was I was in eighth grade and I I've probably told this story at some point. Um, I tried out for the school musical and I didn't make the cut, even though all the eighth graders were supposed to be let in. I was, I guess, bad enough that I wouldn't have gotten oh. in uh, on my own. <laughs> but anyway, they accidentally didn't let me in the musical. But then I joined the stage crew it was so fun I loved it so much and on I think opening night the woman who was like the manager of the stage crew got us flowers and it just felt so wonderful to be appreciated and and get these flowers when I was you know in the background not actually like on the stage and to have someone give me that it felt so good so I love flowers give them to people you appreciate
2: yeah. Or getting to the people who appreciate them, I think is the other aspect of it. Because my mom was not a flower. My mom's uh, opinion is actually closer to Greg's opinion, of like you know why why do I need these? You know, I, it's nicer thinking maybe get me chocolate. You know, my mom's like, if you're going to get me something, give me something that I will appreciate. And if and if you're someone who does like flowers and doesn't they're pretty and everything, yes, then it's the appropriate thing to get. But a uh, yeah, you know, don't don't take Greg's stance. But uh yeah, but that was like so it kind of cracked me up because like, yeah, mom always said that. Yeah, they're they're dead. I don't really care about them, I don't want them. So
0: I I'm not gonna lie, Todd, I kind of feel the same way uh as your mom as well. I don't know, I'm not a big like flower guy, but uh you know, certainly better than bean dip. <laughs> That's for sure. we
3: go.
0: You don't have to
1: bring up the bean dip again, and yet. but anyway uh greg suggests that all three of them kind of go in their separate ways different directions uh but then that plan is thwarted because a kid comes running in the room and coughs all over them and then a doctor runs out and is like oh did he cough anywhere near you of course he did and they find out that they've all been exposed to a very rare and super contagious strain of squirrel flu and so now, they're all going to have to quarantine together, of course.
3: It's so contagious that the doctor doesn't actually have to wear a mask, but just a face guard. I think he
1: was. Or, oh, he just had the face guard. I... Yeah.
3: There was a lot of... Uh, th- this episode was real weird to watch in 2022. It
1: really <laughs> uh, was. It was really inconsistent with how they were treating <laughs> this whole squirrel flu situation. But this is classic, like this is tv so this is why they're in this funny situation we need to get these three guys stuck in a room together
3: yeah and kids just do this they just like cough with like their whole mouths
0: just out there uh they're disgusting children are gross yeah especially when they do that while they're crying on airplanes uh (laughs) the absolute worst
3: did did it Child cry behind you on an airplane? Every something? time.
0: Something? <laughs> every <laughs> time there's a ch- crying child on my plane. Every yeah. single time. I'm not kidding. It's every time.
2: Oh, yeah. Whenever we met up in New York, like as soon as he got off the plane, like there was a child. And he was complaining about it on the shuttle bus to pick up or rental a car with the parents whose child was the one that was crying <laughs> on the flight.
0: I didn't see that. <laughs> you,
2: you know what? Adam. You know, uh, still what? my favorite thing. For one of their things. They, I don't
0: think they hurt me. I don't know. They I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh man, I don't I had, I, I don't regret saying any of it. Even, honestly, I had
3: a baby but. right in front of me on my flight home from New York recently. And like, you know, takeoff and landing were like not so great. The air pressure, you know, the air pressure changes and their ears hurt and they don't understand. But otherwise she was very good. It was very
0: sweet. Must be nice. I'm really <laughs> happy for you, Melissa. I'm glad that you don't... had that positive flying experience. <laughs>
1: I think the next time this happens, you should just like you should just start crying too. Just join in, <laughs> then it won't bother you that someone else is crying.
0: That's boys. That's just not how that works. <laughs> I
3: don't know. I think it would. I
0: think I you'd like be less annoyed. Yeah, you have to
3: pull a Sandra Diaz. Twi- I can get loud too. I can. Get, I can cry too. <laughs>
0: you stupid baby. Um, I don't know. I have a very firm rule. I don't think people should be allowed to take kids on planes, but. That's just just you know.
3: like no kids on any planes. Yeah, Adam has said this before, and like we so said kids this before, must Th- remain landlocked at all times. Yep, I don't know about uh, landlocked. They can go on but... the sea. <laughs> I mean, yeah, put them on a boat. I, I don't boat. care. <laughs> Cross the Atlantic on a boat. That yeah, you know, no fine. kid has ever had a bad situation happen.
0: No, that's fine. Send them on cruises. Stick <laughs> them in a kayak. I don't care. A kayak just get off my plane, beach. you know, or maybe adults only plane. Is that Maybe that's a thing? Like 18 plus? <laughs> I don't know. That sounds a little... Are you
3: willing to pay a premium on the cost of a flight for it to be an adult-only flight?
0: <sighs> Boy. I mean, yes, is the straight-up answer. <laughs> I don't know what the number is that I'd be willing to go up to, but there mm. is a number.
3: Interesting. Yeah.
0: Or, uh, you know, now that we're talking about it, 18 plus planes, topless planes. Wait, What? <laughs> Where did that, is that <laughs> leap in logic come from? I don't know. We're
3: how, did, how did adult only planes immediately turn into not safe for work?
0: Because like, adult like, only. I mean, what else does that mean? I feel like we have. Like, a... why are they suddenly nudist planes? You I didn't say nudist, Melissa. You <laughs> said topless. Yeah, there's I a mean... huge difference between topless and nudist.
3: <laughs> yeah, pants. Yeah, that's
0: <laughs> a pretty big difference. <laughs>
3: Okay, sorry. (laughs) What is happening on a topless plane? I guess I don't want to know, right? It's all. is it what? like an orgy plane? Is that what's happening? I no! Oh my god, Melissa, <laughs> she is! Holy shit!
1: Okay, smoke. so Adam is going to pay a price he will not name to go on orgy planes.
0: That is... Yeah. Okay, the fact that we just got Lind- Lindy to say the word orgy planes, that's a win. That's a huge win in my book because there's no world that would have ever happened if Melissa were not here. So honestly, this is fantastic. Thank you, Melissa. I really appreciate it. You have drug Lindy onto our orgy plane and it's Yes. no no, no 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 oh yeah you're there no, no, no. you're there it's too late you're on
2: i'm not on the Adults plane i media. will
3: refuse to set foot on that Oh, one. it's too late right i love that you know jess has longest podcast but this is my third title podcast. On- yeah. <laughs> yeah wait this isn't even the dirtiest episode that i've been on <laughs>
2: What did we talk about last time?
3: I don't know. Orgy planes just seem so tame.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah.
2: It's just a drop in the bucket. Tame tame orgy plane discussion. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Okay. I. Yeah. No, we don't have to get it. I'm so confused what you meant. I clearly took it to some level of extreme that you were not expecting. What were you expecting to happen on a topless plane?
0: Just that it would make sure that there were no underage people on the plane. Like, you know, like when you have, you know what I mean? Like, just I, no, like... that
1: That's not the answer, <laughs> like repelled by
0: the topless. Well, I'm assuming there's some kind of law somewhere that's like, you must be whatever age to be in a topless place. Just like, right. But do you know where else that law happens? Like bars
3: and people still wear their shirts. Yeah.
1: I <laughs> don't look, it doesn't have to be topless for it to be only for
0: adults. Oh, rated listen, r movies i'm not still pushing for topless planes if, you brought it up i'm just saying, saying it would it, i'm just saying you said it, it, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world that's all oh, oh. that's all i'm saying maybe better than orgy planes just because turbulence could go hard and that might <laughs> not be <I> <laughs> like there are some situations where that could really hinder some stuff
3: okay well i think todd would... would you rather ride on a plane with a crying baby or a topless oh,
0: plane this is the easiest choice of my life like how i mean (laughs) that's
2: why i didn't ask you adam i asked my lord how are you even considering this Todd? Uh, i would be so uncomfortable in the topless plane the entire time (laughs) i would be so uncomfortable i'm a prude, adam
0: you don't have have to like stare and look but you
1: would have to be topless i guess that's a bigger deal for some people than yeah, others. Is it like, <laughs> opt- like
0: maybe them. it's like optional? Give us all the babies. If it's optional, then who is going to do that? Oh, terrible question, Lindy. So many, <laughs> would so many people would do it. So many. So many people would do it.
3: How many people on a plane of a hundred people do you think would be topless on a? Top At least line? twenty i think it's partially going to be peer pressure like if
1: everyone if everyone else is doing it or everyone else is not doing it would you really want to be the first person to take off your shirt And i situation? feel like it could
0: be kind of like an event though like one of those things where it's like oh like, we're like doing a ladies and gentlemen playing. you may now remove
3: your seatbelts and your shirts
0: oh my god yes <laughs> melissa that's so funny i mean seriously would you not i would do it i would like try it that would be so fun Just like the experience of everyone, there'd be so much giggling and like everyone would be like like, like, awkwardness. No, 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 no. Because anyone who would agree to ride on that flight is like cool enough to be down. That's all, like, they're (laughs) they're ready to go with it. If
1: it's not required, but you wanted to get away from the babies, but then you were on this topless plane where now everyone's expecting you to be topless, I mean, at least there's no babies. Are the seats the same? They're just like kind of rows of three,
0: and you're just sitting there. What would yeah, so it's your just you
3: in a topless row of people, so you can only see I... people in
0: your row? Can I clarify your question, Lindy? What What is your ideal row situation for a topless plane? What would you like to? <laughs> my see? My
1: ideal situation is
0: I'm not on it. Okay, so... but for, let's, let's, we, uh, the given is that you're on the plane.
1: I'm not taking my shirt off. Uh, but. My ideal situation is I'm
0: alone in the row. <laughs> okay. Would that, what, that might draw more attention to you, though. Who's going to see? Like, Because, oh. <laughs> like, people in the adjacent row?
1: Again, I'm not taking off my shirt because it's optional.
0: <sighs> okay. All I'm saying is I would sooner be on the topless plane than a plane with babies. And it's not even a close competition at all.
1: Well, look, this is a business opportunity for you to develop... Maybe other people are interested in this, and I find and it really have something. I
3: mean, how down you are with topless planes, but when I said nudist planes, you seemed appalled at the idea.
0: Well, you're just taking it so far, Melissa. I mean, I would never take something <laughs> that far. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let me also just say, I feel like having sex on a plane is like a very common like fantasy that people have. Like, it actually, uh, though, I feel like it's overblown. It might be overblown I in the sense very small. they are think very
3: small. realistically do it or want to if they, like, stop to think about it.
1: Everyone needs to watch the Mindy Project episode where uh, she and someone go into the bathroom making out and it goes horribly wrong. <laughs> On an airplane, yeah.
0: But I... Okay. Uh, I haven't seen the Mindy Project. I probably should at some point. Um, it's good. It's very good. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like some people have like that fantasy of of sex on a plane. I have a fantasy of not being with a crying baby on a plane. Who knows? (laughs) Maybe one day it'll all come
2: true. I think Lindy has a fantasy of getting this uh, podcast done before like three hours past her bedtime.
1: Yes. Thank you, Todd. I, um, it was hard to move on from the orgy planes, but we must, we must move forward.
0: It's always hard to move on from the orgy planes, (laughs) you know. I mean, yeah. How
3: how can we possibly move past it? It'll be this veil that covers the rest of the podcast. It'll be
1: flying <laughs> overhead the whole time.
3: <laughs> but
0: this planes a knocking. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh!
3: Getting
1: Wait, back what to about this. like an
3: orgy hovercraft?
0: <laughs> how big? How big is the hovercraft?
3: No, 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 we're not doing so this. Big. Have you ever seen them? They like come up on the beach.
0: I don't know why hovercraft. We're not doing a hovercraft. We hard. already talked about the
3: plane. We're getting back to
1: the no, 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 no Lenny. We're
0: doing it on the hovercraft. You have, the, <laughs> you have to get the terminology.
1: So Paula wonders where the doctor <laughs> is. She's anxious to get to the bar exam. <laughs> um. This is a short scene. Basically, a nurse is there, tells them Dr. Roth is busy, he'll sign the release this afternoon. They're like, Oh, well, like, can't you sign it? And the nurse is like, No, even though, like, nurses are the backbone of the hospital, like, it has to be your
3: cardiologist to sign you out. This was funny. Like, the nurse 100% has a point. Nurses have one of the hardest jobs I can think of. Um, a good friend of mine is an emergency doctor nurse and she had a shift where she's like, yeah, I had to like deal with some like pretty gross, like bodily fluid stuff. And then also like sit with someone as they died. And I was like, one job should not have to do both those things. Those are two like different types of terrible, that should be different jobs. Um, but nurses do both and they're incredible. Uh, but this nurse was also very like, I don't know. You're like, Cardiologist, no, not like I. Whatever it was, this the interaction here was very funny. This nurse clearly just like had a day.
1: Absolutely, and so is Paula. She says this is hell, and I love how we cut to the three guys in their quarantine room together. <laughs> um, it's clearly awkward. I wanted to point out why do they have to all wear squirrel stickers? <laughs>
3: they've because they've been in, exposed,
1: Lindy. Obviously,
2: because squirrels rule the world. That's why. <laughs>
1: It's just funny. If I were, had squirrel flu, I wouldn't want to wear a squirrel sticker. That'd make it worse.
2: I just wonder, it's like, do they have like multiple quarantines? Okay, well, so they have to have the stickers I so know which thing they're being quarantined for. So also like that could like be it. it like could be to flu, identify sw- them. Eggs for swine flu. Yeah, when thing. they
3: inevitably break out of this room and go running around coughing on people, they have to be like, okay, which room do you have to go back to, quarantined exactly. individual?
1: That's a good point. This hospital is not very good at keeping these people in the quarantine. So that's why they're labeled, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's pretty awkward here. Nathaniel asks, is it just because we dated the same girl? She chose someone, Greg. Uh, and Nathaniel thinks they should all be friends. He sees real potential in this friend trio. And he even says, you know, Greg, like you and I could have been friends earlier, like a few months ago when I was with White Josh and he texted you to join us. And Josh is like, wait a second, Greg hasn't been back here in two years. And then uh, Greg and Nathaniel whisper to each other. Greg is like, I think he's going to figure it out. And Nathaniel says, hold on, anything could be happening up there.
2: <laughs> like that's a line of the episode for me, because Josh is just staring off in the middle distance and they're both just like waiting on him to like put it together. And like Anything could be happening up there. Very true, Nathaniel. Anything except for, you know, cogent thought could be happening up there. I think so.
3: Honestly, I thought Nathaniel was great this episode. He's very charming. He's like, it's funny, sticking him in a room with these two other men, I'm like, how could Rebecca have ever dated not this guy? He's so much better than the other two <laughs> in every way, other than the like trying to murder someone briefly, yeah, which, yeah, yeah. you know, we consider that a write off.
0: He's
2: yeah. nice. I like now. to think he wouldn't have done it. We?
0: What's his we business?
3: all three of us except you Oh,
0: okay. yeah, we're, we've all
3: moved on Adam it's time to, time to get on board but he's just like he's so much more charming and like he's genuinely trying to be like hey let's be friends and he's like being a grown adult here and not being weird and fighting in a hospital room like he's just so much better than the other two in this episode
1: I agree I loved him in this episode um, but Josh actually does figure it out he's like wait you came back to town and didn't tell me um, so he's going to be upset about that we'll get back to that um but we see daryl and madison in the waiting room (laughs) i love this random line she's like can we get arby's on the way home they have the meats
0: oh my god and then freaking daryl has the audacity to be like then we're gonna talk about what you know what paula was in here for bitch you brought the bean dip what do you mean (laughs) why is what Every single th- item on the Arby's menu is better than that Tupperware of bean dip that you brought to the hospital. Yes, it is, Lindy. There's no way that it's not. There's just no way that it's not. This is, re- just, I hated this line from Daryl so much. Uh Oh my God, this drove me nuts.
3: <laughs> yeah, like. I don't know, way to give Madison a complex about, like, oh, yeah, yeah. go eat Arby's uh, one time, and, you know, you you too might have a heart attack one day. Like, no, that's not how it works.
0: Plus, he's bringing bean dip everywhere. It's ridiculous. <laughs> he's bringing it on buses. He's brings it to hospitals, and he makes one. He, she says Arby's one time, and he's like, oh, you're going to get a heart attack. Shut up, Daryl. Shut up eat your bean dip and shut up
1: to be fair oh okay to be fair that's not what he said but you know what i'll move past it <laughs> what did
0: he say? Um, um, you No, that was say? the implication you though 100%. You, can't just, you can't just make a little comment like that and move on what do you mean you have to explain adam adam you were
1: saying that he was saying oh if you eat arby's you'll have a heart attack i mean what he said was let's talk about how paula ended up having heart surgery like that
3: was the
0: implication that was 100 percent the implication Thank you, Melissa, because she's not going to argue with you. She, if I would have said that, she would have said something to me, but she's not going to go back at you.
3: I'm not. Lindy, you can. If you disagree with me, I can,
1: so, but.
2: Lindy has found that she doesn't like arguing with other people as much as nope. she likes arguing with Adam. Yeah, it's just me. Lindy so. really hates arguing with me, so. Yeah,
1: uh, I do. <laughs> That's <laughs> the worst.
2: I, I'll second that. Yeah, I also hate arguing with Tons. So. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but but I don't know. I, I, I don't know cool. what other subtext you found here, Lindy, but it's all that. That's all. That's all he was saying. There was nothing okay. else here.
1: Okay. Well, someone else is about to be here. It's April. She walks in uh, with a girl who looks about Madison's age, and she and Daryl are clearly excited to see each other. But Madison and Chloe are not. And Daryl's like, "Oh, you know each other?" And Madison says, "Can you?" Ever really know someone who deliberately scheduled a sleepover the same night as your cake decorating party? And Chloe's also mad because she says that cake decorating could happen earlier when you knew about the sleepover. And so Daryl and April look pretty upset that uh their daughters do not get
0: along.
3: Which side are we on here? What I mean, are the sides?
0: Sleepover and cake decorating party, right? I mean, the- yeah.
3: I mean, like, I kind of think like cake decorating could happen earlier, and then you could go to this. Like, probably it's the same group of kids invited to both of these parties, right? They're probably like thirteen kids in their class and mm-hmm. whatever. So that's pretty small, but I, I don't know. I was in French immersion; the class was very small. Maybe people had bigger classes, um, but Lydia maybe
0: Todd definitely didn't. Ours were like
3: <laughs> ours were like thirty people.
0: Yeah.
3: Jeez. Oh, per class. Uh, but like, yeah, like, I don't know, maybe it's the only night that she was allowed to have people over because like, I don't know, her parents work early most days and they didn't have to work early the next day. So it was like, OK, you can have a sleepover on this night. And, and I was like, OK, maybe we could push the cake decorating earlier now or do the cake decorating at the sleepover. Like there were clearly options yeah, here.
0: I like that. That's, that's definitely what I would have gone for. I feel like the sleepover is elevated by decorating cake. Who doesn't want cake at a sleepover? So like,
3: I'm very you know. intrigued what sort of cake decorating is happening at this part. Enough to warrant a party for it, right? Like,
0: do you think everyone's getting like their own individual, maybe like miniature cakes to decorate? It's like a competition, a la like gingerbread house making type style, or like Christmas cookies type deal.
3: Sort of what I'm picturing. Yeah, like bowls of candy and stuff that they can like sprinkle, mm-hmm. and maybe some some of those like like squeeze tube icing oh, yeah. things that you could like write on.
0: A bunch of sprinkles. Oh yeah
3: sounds
1: amazing to me i'd love to go to that party um i think it depends who scheduled it first Uh, i think it was a little hard to tell obviously they both think they're in the right but i think whichever was scheduled first should have had priority um but if they worked together then yeah it seems like they could have found time in the same day for both but anyway there's clearly there's clearly tension between these two girls and it kind of dampens the excitement that daryl and april had for each other so paula is back in her room uh she thinks she's gonna miss the bar exam and she wants to just walk out but heather's like well actually if you do that insurance could refuse to pay for the whole thing um and blence is like oh you know a lot about insurance and heather says my husband the surfer can't tell the difference between a slippery rock and a stingray and he loves stepping on both we hear a lot i love my husband
0: Such <laughs> an off-handed line um yeah first of all insurance is majorly effed up and i hate all of this uh you know we love heather like giving this line of being knowledgeable but at the same time like this is disgusting um my question though uh Slippery is this rock. why I'm on the podcast, to
3: be the Canadian, to be like, talk about Canadian healthcare and the fact that I've had multiple surgeries and not paid anything for it?
2: Uh, that would just uh, depress
3: us. So Yeah, calm. this is
2: not the depressing podcast. Okay, please.
3: moving on.
0: <laughs> that hurt my soul right there. Um, <laughs> anyway, a stingray or a slippery rock, what is better to stand on? What would you rather step on? The slippery rock? Is but you might slip, I don't know. You might slip and fall. Yeah. yeah. Stingray is going to sting you. Yeah. Yeah. Does it sting from the like, top? You might know. not
3: slip and fall on slippery rock, or you might slip in the water and, like, not have a different, you know, you just swim if you sort of fall, right? Well,
2: so I also don't really want to stand on, like, a living creature that's, you know, I could be hurting. That's also not really a great thing to be doing.
0: Excellent. D- point it doesn't on. care about hurting you, though. The stingray will sting you, probably. I
3: mean, you know, survival of the fittest, whatever. It's being stepped on. <laughs> Todd so it's the stingray. like a defense <laughs> mechanism. <laughs>
0: Uh, I feel like we haven't seen Hector in a long time. I, I can't remember the last we time just we saw him at but... game night with Valencia. Remember mm, that? Kind of.
1: <laughs> that was like two episodes ago.
0: Yeah, it's been a while though. He's been like so Whoa. long, right? Yeah, that's weeks, Lindy. Weeks of weeks of life. <laughs>
1: i'm not gonna lindy's so
0: over it everyone she's so over all of this i think orgy planes might have broke lindy and yeah well (laughs) believe me orgy planes could break somebody that's for sure Um, oh my
1: goodness (laughs) oh Oh, gosh gosh. back to the show so (laughs) paula is saying okay it's fine like I'll start my career in six months, but clearly she's upset. And then Rebecca comes in like, no, what happened while I was asleep? Are we going to stand here while Paula is forced to postpone her dream so that some doctor can save a life? Not on my watch. We got a big old breakout on our hands.
0: And you love Heather's face while she's saying this. She's just like, yeah, that's that's exactly (laughs) what we're going to do. She's just nodding along like, of course, that's what's going to happen.
3: But they're all on board for it.
0: They are. Yeah the
3: uh, i coined it the reverse weekend of bernie's and i was very proud of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so daryl and april are talking they're
1: saying you know our girls don't get along and it seems like they both agreed like they can't hang out and they're sad about it daryl says it's so hard to meet someone and this feels easy and april says but the kids are the most important thing and daryl says i'll always remember your bean dip Adam hates this, but will not need to rehash the bean dip. Um, But Madison has been sleeping there next to Daryl for this conversation. At the end, she opens her eyes. So we know that she she heard what was going on here, which will be important. So
3: question. Would you ever take a first date to Disney on ice?
0: No. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. Why not? It sounds fun. What part of it specifically sounds fun? It's like an interesting experience. Is it?
3: Guessing yeah. how they know each other, right? Is that what Daryl said in this episode? Well, yeah, he did say that. I don't and know about la- that part. i with but... blanket and try to figure mm-hmm. out how they know each other. i just like, I don't know, because I'm on Disney property. It's not that deep, Daryl.
0: Are you like an on-ice person, Lindy? You seem very on board with this. as like a date idea.
3: Okay,
1: look. It... <laughs> No, I'm not an on-ice person. What I mean is just, like, why wouldn't want you want to do something unique? Like, why not? If it if it's terrible, then you'll have that to talk about. Like, oh, my gosh, this is so bad. And that'd be a bonding experience. If you love it, same thing. So why not? It'd be memorable either way.
3: I think my thing is that it's a show... I believe intended for children yeah there we go um well they have children so i don't know but i don't think their children were supposed to be going to the show because those two were like cuddling under a blanket and you know it was like that was the part that made me think like i don't think your children are also there yeah uh also these girls maybe seem a bit old for disney on ice even like these are not like young kids um Also, I imagine Disney on Ice is expensive. And so, like, again, for first date, were you like, all you've connected on this woman about is bean dip? Like, go grab a coffee?
0: They already did grab a coffee. Okay, fine. They go (laughs)
3: grab lunch? Like, I don't
0: know. Really diving in with both feet. I don't know how expensive it is. Uh, That might be the one thing where I, I, like, actually don't think it's very expensive. Um, It might be, like, I I don't know. But I totally agree. It's a show intended for kids. My problem here um and this is you know uh certainly no dating expert as is well documented on this podcast and many others um but the problem is if you're at a date where like you can't talk to each other during the date because like it's a show type situation so even if it's bad there's no like you know like back and forth witty banter whatever of like it being bad you just have to like sit there and endure it i can't imagine there's a lot of alcoholic beverage sales at disney on ice as this is intended for children and they don't want people to be like unruly in the crowd so boom strike number two also on ice is like not that much of an appeal i don't think like if you're going to watch some type of performance or show like i feel like every single option that isn't on ice is better than any option that is on ice Unless you're like really into hockey and trying to see a hockey game, which is you know I'm in St. Louis. It's actually a pretty big thing. People love the Blues here.
3: Going to say a hockey game, but again, like very expensive, right? Yes. So Like yes. yeah, you don't take someone to a hockey game for a first date either. That's like yeah.
0: What, what of those them? dating principles do you not agree with, Lindy?
3: What what principles?
1: <laughs> I just listed them off. What do you mean? What principles? Um, I guess I was. I- I don't I don't agree with you. I think why not look
3: have a little fun. Um, I do have what? the information on the ticket price of Disney yes. on ice, though. Uh <laughs> I had to look it up. So uh the most expensive rink side tickets for Disney on ice are about a hundred bucks Canadian plus fees. Uh but upper bowl like terrible nosebleed seats, 25 bucks a pop. So maybe it's not so bad. Yeah plus fees but still
0: you know okay well let me disagree bad idea but didn't give any details so but she does disagree uh there's so many better ways to go on dates in my opinion you know get somewhere you can like actually have conversations and talk like interact with something maybe there's multiple things happening are you
1: saying you have to be quiet during the entirety of disney on ice (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> I if I'm going to see a show listen this is actually a huge red flag for me if I'm ever like seeing a show with someone or even if like a movie with someone and they're talking during the thing we're done it's over it, okay That's it's it.
1: different than seeing a movie it's not a movie it's like but a- it's like
0: a show it's like it's like a performance type thing right like I feel like you don't I don't know I think yeah you I don't talk know if
3: ta- I think it's like talking geared like Cirque du Soleil like I think you're also not supposed to talk during that
0: yeah The last, admittedly, the last thing I saw on ice was Dragon Tales way back when I was just a wee lad. Uh, It's been a long time since I've ever seen like a show on ice. So I don't actually know the decorum, but in my mind, I don't think you're doing a lot of talking during an on, like a blank on ice. Because they're like, I've never seen an on ice show. They're like singing. Are they talking? Are they singing? Well, they don't have ice where you live, Todd. It's too hot. It's a whole, (laughs) it's like a whole thing. I feel like you're not talking a ton during it. Maybe Lindy doesn't want to talk on dates. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Maybe I want to be quiet.
3: Okay. (laughs) Lindy gets six dates in before she hears her dates. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Then it turns out he's
1: comfortable with silences,
3: you know? Yeah. And then it turns out he sounds like the kid from, um, what's the... Uh, the did I do that, kid? And Can I yeah. Urkel.
0: Yeah, Urkel. Thank oh. you. you yeah. wait six dates to find out it's Urkel?
3: <laughs> I don't know.
0: Exactly. <laughs> wow, I don't know where that came from. But why I, we're saying I this? I love the image. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> But okay. Yeah. Because it's very um, funny
3: to take a thing and then put it to the point of ridiculousness. Lindy is like the height of comedy. Well, um, I was
0: going to say the sixth date. That's when we get to the orgy plane, but it's. You know, <laughs> <laughs> right, it's it's straight from zero to orgy plane, right? It's, well, I don't know
2: about zero, you're on, yeah, and, you're on and the that's game. if you heard that. Did I do that? From yeah. so
3: yeah, <laughs> you're on the Disney on Ice, the orgy plane, like path, right? <laughs> that's just yeah. standard dating procedure that we yeah. all know and follow, of
0: course.
1: Let's be honest here: even if you broke up with that person, you would always remember them because of those <laughs> things
0: you were doing. And with Disney on ice or the orgy plane? Both. Oh, what are you doing at Disney on ice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? Whoa.
1: You're say- okay, I was saying you should do that because it's a unique experience. Who else are you
3: going to do that with? Nobody. I'm not going.
1: Right. Like I mean, if you're it's not your
0: first
3: date move, then maybe Daryl goes to Disney on ice all the time. Yes. Maybe it's not that
2: unique. I hate that for him.
3: Oh, my gosh.
2: It wouldn't surprise wow. me, honestly.
3: Or, okay, so our is maybe the assumption to give Daryl some credit when they went off to get the drink at the cafeteria, did Disney on Ice come up? And that's why he is now making this reference to Disney it on Ice. It was So they talked about yeah. going yeah, to generous. Disney on Ice together. I'm trying. This show that would make um, sense. Know. They yeah. seem
1: to have a lot in common. So they would probably. It's one deal of those the things
3: they have in common is an enjoyment of ice based shows. <laughs> yes. Yikes anyway um
1: back to the guys so uh josh is saying you know i know there's drama with us and greg says he thinks the distance was healthy like he didn't tell rebecca he was in town either you know because josh was engaged to her and left her at the altar you know he just wanted to kind of stay away from that and josh josh doesn't take this while he feels judged and i don't judge you greg like when you got so drunk you had sex with a bush in my front yard a bush a bush he had sex with a bush
0: I loved this callback so okay. much. To okay. Okay. So you song. love this callback? huh? I do, <laughs> Lindy, Do you not remember when we talked about this song? This is one of, if not my favorite song of the entire series. Yeah, I, I love Greg drinking. Greg's drinking song. This oh, is I know you. So do. much fun. I know. You, you say do. this was such visceral. Like it's, what, it's a Double standard. You like this you, callback. What? You don't
1: like <laughs> the other one. The other one
0: was a terrible situation where he brought Bing to the oh, bus. Oh, oh, oh. So a having sex the bush isn't a terrible situation. <laughs> the songs. Singing about you having sex with a bush is hilarious. Having sex with bushes? Yeah, you know what? Fine, I'll say it. Fine, whatever. Have sex with the bush. I don't care. I've said some ridiculous things in these last previous podcasts. You know, kissing your friends. Who cares? Sex with a bush. Who cares? I don't. I point, mean, live yeah. your life, okay? But when you make amazing oh, oh, songs, oh, so live your about... life. But don't
1: bring bean dip anywhere. Don't eat yes. it. Yeah, you can't eat bean dip. How are you going to eat the bean dip
0: when you don't bring any chips?
3: What is at this home? This is the real crux of the issue. Just in case anyone has it twisted, it's the lack <laughs> of chips. What do you mean at your home,
1: Lindy? He's bringing it everywhere. You're saying you shouldn't eat it at all. You have a vendetta against bean dip in any <laughs> situation.
0: We've only seen it in situations that are like wildly too public you and inappropriate. You are extrapolating to
1: other situations. You're talking about generalized bean dip. You're you're not only
0: talking about
1: Daryl's bean dip.
0: We've only seen Daryl's bean dip when he's in public with other people, not at his home. He even had a party and didn't have bean dip. He had so many other snacks, and we didn't even see bean dip. There was, was a whole that freaking when he was song having a few yeah, people that was over. Have a few people over without any goddamn bean dip, Lindy. He didn't even have bean dip as his own party, but he brings it to a hospital. I'm very consistent on these takes, Lindy. <laughs>
2: Oh, I just always like to, love to think of Adam's neighbors at times like this. As <laughs> <laughs> screaming about being dipped into his microphone. Listen, <laughs>
3: 1030 at night <laughs> or
2: no, I guess it's at night. You're only 934 for Adam. and myself yeah. Usually it's earlier, but
0: <laughs> uh, I loved Greg's drinking song. I talked about it a ton when it came up uh, on the podcast. It's one of my favorite songs. I love it's just such a fun, like bar Irish, like drinking song. Um, and I love this little callback here. It was very, it was subtle too. It didn't like hit me over the face, like bean dip did. It was like, it was very good. Whatever. Okay. So. What did you hate this callback, Linda? You love the other one so much.
1: I love them both. Oh, okay. Well then what, why am I getting <laughs> shit for this then? Because you only like one. And it's a yeah, double I have standard. opinions,
0: Linda. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, like, but
1: I don't like them.
0: Well, we've been new. That's, I mean, this is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what episode of the podcast? This (laughs) yeah, we're over a year into this, Lydia. Like, we have to, you know.
1: I'm not saying I've learned anything new tonight. I'm just saying.
0: (laughs) Oh, I think we've all learned some new things tonight.
1: (laughs) Anyway, um, yes, just like me, Nathaniel is saying, let's talk about anything else right now, (laughs) other than this, um. (laughs) Yes. So then we see Rebecca. She wants to pretend they're going to pretend to be doctors. And she wants to nap real quick first. But everyone's like, no. And so then we see Rebecca in the hallway in a doctor's coat. I'm not really sure why she was doing this alone. But uh, she sees a flyer on a bulletin board. And it's auditions for an Elliot Ellison review. And so she is interested in this. She takes a flyer. She takes
3: it as if she's like, Oh, yeah, I'm definitely gonna go watch this show here. Let me take this flyer for the audition. And it's like, Obviously, this is the thing you're gonna, I don't know. Anyway, it was annoying. (laughs)
1: Um, well, she sees a gurney in the hallway and she's like, Oh my gosh, perfect. Uh, but then the doctors Roth approach, and so she hides under the sheet on the gurney. And the funny Dr. Roth is trying out material on his brother, it's terrible. it's not funny at all but the deal
0: with airplane food (laughs) see (laughs) see it's funny (laughs) did you take that to mean that melissa genuinely thinks that that was funny or
1: no not the joke itself but the no the the joke is that i am
3: actually a funny doctor the doctors roth are not funny
0: oh okay (laughs) that makes a lot more sense than what lindy was saying for sure (sighs) Well, anyway, my
3: terrible Seinfeld impression or
0: whatever—I
3: don't know. <laughs> I'm—you know what—I'm getting—I'm
1: getting a lot out of this. I think it's humorous, but whatever. Not everyone appreciates good jokes, but anyway. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. famously, we all hate good jokes. Like, truly, yeah, yeah, yeah. we hate. That them. is
3: that is get, the
2: reputation.
0: Yeah, get your humor out of here, you witless nerds. <laughs>
2: Okay. You you, you witty nerds, like you the the witty ones if you don't like the good jokes. No, no, no. (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) They're witless. (laughs) Witless nerds. Just just go with them. Don't you understand good humor, Todd Jeez? (laughs)
3: I'm gonna call people witless nerds now at every opportunity. That's
0: really good. Good. Yeah, you should.
1: Well, uh, so Rebecca is on the Gurney and she has actually as has been set up this whole episode she's very tired she falls asleep and dr roth wheels the Gurney to the morgue <laughs> um and well that's not good <laughs> we will check in with her in a moment um why madison okay H-
3: have any of you spent time in a morgue is this is this a weird question
2: uh i have not
3: no uh, yeah no i should should we have <laughs> <laughs> no not really um so i have um because as part of my training i'm not a real doctor but i am a fake doctor and uh as part of it i got to go watch real no- doctors do um brain cutting sessions like brain autopsies mm-hmm. in the morgue and it happened in a room next door to where like the bodies were um but it's very cool uh and they got to like lay them all out and like dictate the review anyway i'll stop talking about it because people look uncomfortable it's very cool
2: <laughs> i think it sounds cool melissa
3: yeah todd we can talk more about it later but yeah it was very neat we got to see uh there was one that had um uh this form of dementia that causes like the front of your brain to kind of shrink back and you could like see it anyway it was very cool
2: <laughs> oh one time was good like we had like video so we can see like Adam okay. and these like facial reactions. Right um,
0: that is pretty gross. I, I like that's one of the areas where I just like oh get the GBs. Um, the one thing I'll say, listen, you're a real doctor. You have a doctor. None this fake doctor nonsense. Okay, you could you know get that out of here.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, you know, they wouldn't let me, uh, you know, do anything myself because I'm like not a real doctor. I got to watch. So.
0: Okay. That's well.
3: But, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, right, um, yeah. I've seen Brains get spliced up, and it's very cool. Uh, and then uh, they okay. get all laid out, and you can, like, point at all the parts. Uh,
1: yeah. I'm actually, for once, with Adam on this. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I can't handle this. <laughs> this is... oh. okay. <laughs>
3: That's how I feel. That's how I feel. Ah. Um, blame Todd for inv- inviting me on this episode of the podcast.
0: <laughs> I'm down with blaming Todd. Lindy. that work for you?
3: Sure, yeah, okay. for this.
0: Cool. You're welcome.
3: <laughs>
1: oh my god. Well, the, yeah, okay. Yeah, all right.
0: Also, I just want to I really shouldn't even say this. I just have to put this out there. Morgie is right there. Uh just to <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Just I Adam. Just, no, I'm just saying. I didn't want to say it. I'm just saying, like it was right there. And yet you could did. Have not. I could have not. I could have not. Yeah, it you, just, you, you could have not. It was, it was right there, there. And yet nobody else was thinking it. So. Well, but it was right there. So uh, okay. I'm anyway. back
1: to disagreeing with everything Adam ever says. <laughs> I, just, I yeah. can't believe that for one second I let myself say yeah. I was with him. That's how I, I get you. Yeah, that's how that, I. Get you. I <laughs> that is no longer the case.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> then need- he brings you in with morgy Um also I think we'll see this in a bit, but how do those doors lock from the outside? That
0: just seems like a terrible idea. Well it could be a good idea in case they come to life.
1: <laughs> you know like vampires?
0: Yeah that, like yeah. every zombie movie ever. I was <laughs> gonna say you mean zombies <laughs> yeah I'm vampires. saying I don't know I don't know if the vampires applies here, but zombies do. <laughs> uh yeah I mean like every you know scooby doo movie ever, every zombie movie ever. Like you'd want those doors to lock. Sorry,
1: why don't vampires apply? You
0: vampires in a morgue? Yeah. They're dead. Right. There's no, the, there's no blood. To like sell. they're already dead
3: by that, the time they get to the morgue, right? Yeah. This
2: like you, you know, vampires, are, so vampires want to people. feed on live yeah, people. But, right? Yeah. No, but the corpses become vampires because uh, someone dies and then they become a vampire and they rise from the dead. Thank so you, the Todd. corpses Thank could you. rise as a vampire.
3: I'm not uh, dad. I think your hist- your horror knowledge might be suspect.
2: Yeah, uh, are you really horror. questioning yeah. Todd's horror I know. Horror knowledge. I know. It's a, I shouldn't be talking on a subject I have no knowledge of. I'm sorry, yeah, guys. That's fine. We accept your apology.
1: <laughs> I know I'm on the right side of it when it's horror
3: themed and I I said what Todd said. So. Side note, as a bunch of uh, you know Veronica Mars lovers, iZombie, made by the same guy, Rob Thomas, uh, a lot of it takes place in a morgue and involves yeah. zombies. It's a very good show. Wow. Also really? filmed in Vancouver. Just to tie it in. Of course. Lot. Love the tie-ins.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and we love Veronica Mars famously on this podcast. We all have very similar opinions on all the Veronica Mars characters. We uh,
1: have
3: the exact <laughs> <obvious laughs> opinion.
0: It's, it's so bad. We,
1: but very, many very
3: uh many actors, including ones that people might have very controversial opinions about, uh, are on the iZombie show. So, okay. so the guy that plays. I hate is to on, ask. Is wait, zombie. what? The guy that plays Logan is on iZombie, but also other people show up. The dad shows up, like people.
0: I've never even heard them. of iZombie, to be honest with you. So it's really good. Oh. See? Todd Should we this. podcast about iZombie after this? Yes. Oh. <laughs>
2: That's Melissa's vote. So. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, what does Todd vote? I haven't seen it, but I, I did know about it and wanted to watch it eventually. But
2: yeah, I still need to, I've, I've watched like the first season. I still need to go back and, and finish the show. But I really enjoyed what I watched of it. Oh. Yeah. Even though we've already decided on another thing, I guess we should Oh, wait, be... you have? Well, we oh, should no. put
0: this, oh, I guess we'll put this back in the rotation. Maybe we're undecided again. Well, I mean, have... I mean,
2: honestly, like, the, the show that we're talking about uh, covering, it's not going to last forever. We will have to have other shows in our queue to cover eventually. Okay, so. fair enough. We can put this in the, in the queue. Right. Well, this
0: is a really good middle-of-the-episode discussion here. So... <laughs> <laughs> and... Middle, yeah. yeah, it's like an hour that? and 42
2: minutes, middle of the episode. Listen, I said what I said. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: Let's move on. Okay. Madison and Daryl are in the waiting room. She's wondering, why are we waiting when Paula is getting out of here today? And she knows it's because Daryl wants to see April. She says, look, me and Chloe, we'll get over ourselves. And Daryl insists that he's fine with this. But Madison says, well, maybe she's your person. And if you don't spend time with her, you'll never know. And Daryl just promises her it's fine. But obviously, from the look on his face, it's not. He was definitely interested in April. And I just want to say, as always, Madison, amazing.
3: I feel like your daughter's having like some relatively minor disagreement is a pretty weak reason not to like go on a single date. I agree. I was like, I I don't know why that shut down the whole thing. but It's not like they were like screaming at each other. They just. Yeah. And like had been bitter rivals for decades or whatever. It was like. They seem to have had one disagreement and just like got over it very quickly, right? Like, yeah. I agree.
2: But it also seems very Daryl to like cave at the first sign of any sort of resistance, and because he is so obsessed with being like this, the great dad, I can I can see him doing it. I agree, it doesn't make any sense, but it also Daryl doesn't always make sense. So,
3: <laughs> hence the being dip.
1: We don't have time to get into that again. <laughs> <laughs> um, So uh, Heather and Valencia and Paula are all still back in her room. Wondering where Rebecca is. I, again, don't know why they sent her off by herself. But uh, Paula suggests doing find your iPhone to find Rebecca. And Valencia's like, you have her login? <laughs> and the look on Paula's face is priceless. Like, yeah, I have her login. <laughs> and Heather's like, You know the answer to
3: that question.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, why are you even asking? Come on.
3: Exactly. But my issue, there's no way, like, iPhone would just be like, yeah, she's in the It wouldn't tell vertical distance like this. This isn't how you find somebody. Like, this would not be helpful for being, they're like, she's in the basement. I was like, there's no way you would know that. That's very annoying.
0: I really love the parts of this that don't work for Melissa. Like, little intricate, like, parts that, you know, don't have logic when the storyline here is that rebecca fell asleep on a gurney and got wheeled to the morgue i Uh, mean
3: like i love it
0: no i love it i completely agree this is ridiculous find my phone is not gonna give you
3: actually the other part that bugged me is that the cardiologist did the wheeling there's no way that he doesn't call like uh i'm totally blanking on the name of that position in a hospital but there's like a job for that like a a whole that's a whole person is, just the fu- is the funny people? Dr. Roth also a cardiologist? No. He, was the one who we- no, he treated uh, the UTI, right? So he's a urologist, maybe? Yeah. Well, he's a gynecologist? Okay. Yeah, but, well, but even so, the used-
2: urologist also wouldn't have been <laughs> doing it. <a
3: problem>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, you know, staff that do the moving of the gurneys. That's, you know, there's no way he's like, you know what, I'll just do. Take, like, also because, like, getting down to the, like, you have to go into an elevator. It's going to take you a minute. Like, they're busy people.
1: He probably wants I- to practice his stand up.
2: I would say he's kind of like workshop some of his jokes that his brother wasn't helping him on.
1: Mm. That
2: seems like a very funny Dr. Roth mm. thing to do.
3: That's what you should do when you're working in a hospital. And a very busy doctor probably working like 36 hour shifts or something stupid. Well, to be fair, the moment he's choosing to practice is uh, wheeling the gurneys. And and that's not really... Um... Right, which he shouldn't be doing. He should be going to see his patients so that he you know, can do his job. The thing that he's actually... and not somebody else's job stick in your lane dr roth
1: (laughs) (laughs) uh so rebecca wakes up in the morgue and she screams and tries to get out but yeah the doors are locked um and she's kind of hyperventilating the clock is ticking loudly and she has a voicemail from valencia that is really like staticky and cuts in and out but it says don't wait too late what is your dream this was a this scene was very like from a different show like this could have been s- from such a different show than crazy ex-girlfriend it was it
3: was kind of creepy yeah it was weird i didn't get it like what a- it felt so contrived
2: yeah very much so very very much uh, very forced this this whole whole sequence i did kind of like though that the uh so she's lying there and like the morgue attendants are talking and it starts off their conversation like very, very on the nose about, you know, you know, all these people died so quickly, you should like take advantage of life and everything. And then ends on an ironic note by like, so you want to go out and uh, take a smoke break? Oh, yeah, we have enough time. We can probably smoke two or three, you know. So it kind of went from like the very on the nose uh, to like, ah, there's actually a joke in here. I uh, kind of appreciated the idea of it. I don't know if it landed great. But...
0: Well, I, I, it landed for me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about the okay. rest of you. Uh, I yeah, I always thought it was like very ironic because you you know I always feel like you get these people. Um, I so I uh, I feel like I've talked to this sport. I worked at McDonald's back in high school. Um, and I swear to God, more people came through that were nurses than anyone else. And they were ordering like a ton of McDonald's food. It's just like, there is some irony here of just like people that are working with sick people like that. And then going to like order McDonald's. And I feel like that was represented here with like, you know, these two people's like, Oh, life is so precious. You don't want to go too early. It makes you really think, Oh, well, let's go smoke a couple. <laughs> and it's like, okay, what well, you know, uh, it's very realistic, but you know, uh, don't smoke. There's a, you know, Adam's tip of the day. Don't smoke. Yeah. But also like, shift
3: work is, like, really rough. Like, talk to any doctor and nurses about the, like, kinds of shifts that they're having to pull. Like, yeah, I'm not surprised. I had to do overnight shifts at a volunteer gig that I did, and I picked up a huge thing of chicken nuggets, a huge thing of fries, and a gigantic coffee to, like, get through it. Like, I, yeah, I'm not at all surprised that medical professionals are a lot of do what I say, not what I do, because, you know, humans are like that.
1: I also just want to say, I said this scene didn't, like felt from a different show i didn't actually mean that as a bad thing like i i thought it was cool um and the voicemail too while it was weird it was like what is your dream it was i just liked this sequence for some reason i just thought it was interesting um but this is when we get the second song in this episode uh this is end of the movie uh a reprise so adam we know you love those so what did you think of this
0: I do traditionally love a priest. I was a little out on this one. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I feel like it just like did not have the same charm as the first time we saw this. It didn't have the same energy as the first time we saw this. I feel like we were not trying to accomplish the same thing that we were trying to accomplish previously. I didn't really get the point of why this was here. Um... I don't know. I I was kind of out on this. Am I alone here?
2: Maybe. I mean, I uh, I, <laughs> I mean, I didn't love it. It's like not one of my favorite pieces, but I I did I did enjoy it uh, mostly. I thought the I some I thought there were some funny lines. I I liked the whole thing about them all all the corpses being. Named Rebecca, except for the one, but still, three Rebecca's was pretty weird. Thought that was kind of funny. Uh, the whole, it's one of those things where the, the song is kind of making fun of the thing that the whole episode is based, the whole plot line is based around. It's like kind of like a very meta commentary lampshade on, yeah, yeah, I, uh, you know, we're, we're being very, you know, on the nose about everything. And it's Rebecca complaining about everything being very on the nose. So your minds may vary on how well that sort of thing works, um, and here I think it works for me more than not, but not by a lot. So I don't know. I I thought it was fine. I agree. It's like nowhere near as good as the original version of the song. I'm not opposed to it doing different things, but I think reprises have often done like different things in the original, and it has worked out well. Uh, but. This one, I don't know. I go back and forth on it. I think there's some really good lines. I like the the music itself fairly well, but I don't think it's as successful as I kind of would have hoped a reprise of that song would be.
3: Yeah, I like the music. I I like the kind of meta aspect of it because I was getting kind of sick of this, and like I thought the scene that came right before this was like kind of annoying, and so then it felt like it was poking fun at the scene, which I felt really. I was like, oh okay, you also feel like this is um being a bit much right now and so then i appreciated them kind of like poking fun at themselves in that way i thought the like rachel bloom like singing this song looked weird did anyone else it felt like she was singing like only out of the left side of her face i i don't know what that was but i it felt or it felt like the like the audio tracking was like somehow weird in this song or something so that was the part that like messed with me most of all
1: I did not notice that.
0: I also okay. must have missed that. <laughs> <laughs> hmm.
1: Um, but I, I think I mostly agree with Todd. Like I think this song is fine. I don't think it reaches excellent for me or or bad for me. It's kind of kind of in the middle there. Um, but at the end here, Rebecca is wishing for like an obvious clue and she sees kind of the printing from the flyer, I guess has uh, gone onto her chest and she sees that in the mirror it's a sign
2: <laughs> it's so weird right that's <laughs> just like makes makes no sense but whatever
3: it's one of those things where like i think if it was going to be this contrived then it should go even more so like have the doors blow open and like this wind blows through and then the flyer like comes and like literally smacks her in the face or something right like go either bigger with it or don't be this way (laughs) like it it was one of those things where it like felt sort of forced and then like if it was going to be funny then
2: like go bigger with it yeah i think that's a good point i think it's a really good point
1: yeah i can see that like in you know the first episode when that arrow on the street you know falls and points down to josh chan something like that yeah but yes she has found her sign and then uh valencia and heather burst in to come rescue her so she won't be stuck there anymore Um. so we see Josh and Greg uh, <laughs> this is so funny Josh is mad at Greg says he doesn't deserve Rebecca I was always nice to her you're not good enough for her and Greg is uh, this is the best Greg moment in this episode says, you were always nice to her so sweet of you to leave her at the altar <laughs> really nice of you to join the priesthood and not even let her know <laughs>
2: Yeah, shame, I was Greg. so, Where's I was the so happy at that. I know, because as soon as Josh started saying that, I'm like, oh, Josh, you didn't. And then Craig stuck up for himself, like, okay, good. Okay, good. Yeah, someone's calling out the thing that Josh to this day still has not really apologized about and still has not made amends to Rebecca for the horrible things that he yeah. did for, to her. You know what? He's done
0: that. the opposite. He's now fleecing her in a rent deal. Uh, <laughs> like, it's <was> ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> can't even apologize. Oh, my yeah. gosh.
1: Uh, but yes, I love that Greg <laughs> pointed that out because, yes, Josh's statement was just so far from the truth. But uh, Greg says he is shocked that Rebecca even talks to Josh. And that's when Josh kicks Greg. Uh, uh, that's extreme. And then they they both are kind of like, oh, okay, like we're doing this. They hold up their fists. And Nathaniel is like, uh, how about we all just like take a breath? And Greg Nathaniel is- be-
3: voice of reason in the room you just you love to see
1: it right yeah and greg is like it is way too late to be cool here (laughs) they're gonna do this and that's when we get the next song of this episode real life fighting is awkward i'm
2: I'm not a big fan of this song um i think part of the problem is is it's very kung fu fighting and kung fu fighting is one of the songs that i am so sick of because there's just so many moves anytime you have a movie and like some sort of fight breaks out what song do they play kung fu fighting it's just like so tropey that's played so often in so many ways and it just like drives me crazy so yeah i've it's one of the songs that i used to like kung fu fighting song and now i've grown sick of it so this i already have like kind of negative associations with it to begin with and then it's just it's weird to have this like character that we don't even see on because like it's not like nathaniel is singing it it's not like nathaniel is singing about this horribly awkward thing that he's watching it's like some disembodied voice singing about it which is like very odd um i don't think the lyrics are all that that clever uh the only thing about this that i really enjoyed was like the the west side story a moment. I thought that that was, that was funny. Because of them stopping to do like the dance break and have the choreographer come in and kind of walking through it. And, and like, you know, I'm more, I'm more of a singer who moves that, that <laughs> bit really, really cracked me up. But that wasn't really, that was like, you know, a scene during the song, not the song itself, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's not a bad song necessarily, but. Eh.
3: Yeah. I sort of like the different like types of, you know, the fact that it did like the space fighting and then yeah, the West side story of it all, but otherwise. Yeah, I thought it was kind of weird. Um, I'm assuming none of you have ever been in a fight. I guess define fight. <laughs> have you ever thrown a punch at somebody else when you weren't in like a- some sort of class?
0: Uh, kind of. I mean, it was yeah. like I was like elementary school. Like I was, there was no like big. This wasn't like Adam is a 21-year-old, like out there, like in a back alley or anything. Um, I don't but know if I'd call elementary it. Elementary school
3: Adam was a bit of a badass. No,
0: no, 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 it's quite the opposite. Um, as one might suspect. This song is dumb. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's not a good song. I agree with the West Side story bit from Todd. That actually is like giving this a whole extra point in my head. Because I actually really did enjoy that bit. But, like, every other part of this was just so dumb. Um, That being said, I'm not going to blame Greg for the fight here. Partially because I'm very biased towards Greg. Uh, So, just, you know, number one right there. Also, the second reason, perhaps the most important reason, Josh pretty solidly kicked him right in the chest. Like, it wasn't just, like, a little, you know, shove or anything. It was, like... A full on kick from Josh that was like pretty legit. Um, and I very
2: aggressive, yeah. Like, I understand
0: Nathaniel's sentiment, and it would be my sentiment too, right? Like, if, like, let's maybe not fight here, but at the same time. That's, like, a fighting kick. Like, you can't just, like, take that kick and be like, oh, I'm going to sit here in this room with you for the next however many hours because we both have Squirrel flu. Like, something has to happen there. Um, And so I really, like, can't blame Greg that much for it because of how aggressive they showed the kick. Like, the kick didn't even need to be that aggressive to get the point across. But, like, the kick that we saw was a lot. Like, I would not want to be kicked like that. He, like, really shoved it back. Plus, famously, Josh does taekwondo karate whatever who cares whatever it is um and so you know it's a pretty good kick lindy cares she does one of them
1: yeah well don't say who cares
0: <laughs> i okay sorry josh just taekwondo karate i don't care I what, I don't karate. yeah
2: but the, the show doesn't care because originally it was taekwondo yeah and exactly. become karate so the, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> the show doesn't care
0: yeah exactly uh lindy yeah doesn't care. yeah
3: lindy but he care.
0: like he clearly,
3: yeah, I agree, like started this and then he has the line of like, oh, I promised I'd never fight someone who wasn't my like physical equal, which yeah. is just like the douchiest thing to say, <laughs> because there's like no way that that is the line, right? It's not like, oh, no, you can. It's like, no, you can't like you're supposed to like learn it and use it for self-defense or to ha- you're not supposed to like use it aggressively to like harm somebody else, regardless of if they're your physical equal or not, Josh. Um, so that was stupid. I have to point out the part where they're like fighting through the like classroom of kids and the line of uh, where the guy's explaining squirrel flu and how it was transmitted from cows to squirrels. And he says, have to ask your parents how the cows gave it to the squirrels though. And I just like (laughs) needed that line to get some air because it was just, (laughs) I I don't even know what to make of it.
2: Yeah. As he's using Schwambe the squirrel uh, to (gasps) illustrate everything.
3: Yes, that was weird. Um maybe the cows and squirrels were on the orgy plane. <laughs> we can't
1: go there. A whole new we definition just, of snakes on can't.
0: a plane. Oh my
2: god.
1: I haven't even said what I thought of the song yet. Um, <laughs> what do you think of the song, Lindy? <laughs> um, I think I like it more than than the rest of you. Um, I think it's funny. Like it's it's true. Like real life fighting is awkward. I like the premise. I think they do it in a funny way. Um to answer Melissa's question, I have not been in a real life fight before, but you know, doing Taekwondo, I have done you know sparring with other people in the class. So, but that obviously is different. Like that, that's not a real life fight, you know. Um, and were you
3: allowed not to spar with people who were not your physical equal? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess I guess you could spar with
1: with anyone in in the same class. I. Right.
3: Or like someone who is your physical superior, you know?
1: Yeah. But could then be. they
3: wouldn't be allowed to spar with you. So that's the problem, I guess.
0: Yeah.
3: I
1: think Wendy, it's different when you're practicing than, again, if it was real life, you know?
0: On a scale of one to 10, how much could you beat up Todd? <laughs>
1: <laughs> beat up Todd? <laughs> yeah. Well, first of all, I would never.
0: <laughs>
1: Not the question. I mean, Adam, then. <laughs> I, I also I would never because like Melissa was saying it's like for self-defense like it's not to be aggressive. That's such a boring answer. It's the right
0: answer. I Adam. mean
3: lindy could take both of you and me. It's yeah, fine.
0: That's <laughs> what I'm trying to get her to say, Melissa. And she just won't do it.
2: Oh my gosh.
0: Because I wouldn't do it. First. <laughs> oh, so Todd said he could outrun you.
2: Oh no, no, she would catch me because I am very, very slow. But I was going to say, doesn't Lindy yeah, you run? I could outrun both of you. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, oh, no. Lindy
0: like runs for fun.
2: Yeah,
3: I, that's yeah. why I said I all I have to do is
0: outrun both of you, so she attacks you both, <laughs> and I get away. That's fair, but I would like play dirty. I, you know, I would like trip one of you. Like it would be. Oh, whole my! I, 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 like,
1: I wouldn't yeah. have to do anything. You would all
0: just fight amongst yourselves. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's Todd's motto of this podcast. What do you um, <laughs> <laughs> right, I mean hey? <laughs> <do you> I mean <laughs> Um
1: where even was this going? Um
0: <laughs> Also that's you said you agree the with the sentiment real life fighting Have you seen a lot of fights, Lindy?
1: No, but I just I just like the way that they portray it.
3: Like it yeah, they are it just kind of like, like weirdly awkward though. Yeah. But
1: okay. Well look,
0: I mean yeah. It I haven't seen a lot of, plays, but
3: like the weird, like leg tickle in the middle of it all. I just,
0: yeah. Well, that's yeah. I, that. Admittedly, is that's my closer. That's
2: <laughs> <laughs> we're not talking about the plain orgy, okay? We're
1: talking... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the hardest I Adams ever laughed here.
0: That was out of nowhere. From time. just came in. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yes wow
2: i'll say good. like the, f- the few fights i have seen in real life are pretty freaking awkward <laughs> so.
0: whoa wait what fights have you seen? yeah
2: i
3: i want hey, this. Uh, that's hey, why I, I asked i want yeah. your real life fight stories
2: well, see, remember, I grew up in rural Oklahoma. Okay, so there are definitely lots, lots of fights out in the, on the, the playground, out in the, you know, people out after school. One of my favorite ones, like, they were actually, uh, I don't remember. They we're were getting to go on like some school trip, like, uh, and so we're like there at the school waiting for the school bus, and my dad had driven me down to drop me off, and some kids had decided it was, it was, the, it was they were going to like, it's like even like on the weekend, and these kids were going like they met up at the school to fight. And so we look and we see like this big commotion over on the other side of school. So we walk over there and these kids just kind of like rolling around the ground. They see my dad walking up, they stop. He's like, Oh no, I'm not a teacher. I'm just here to see what's going on. Proceed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: Um, yeah,
2: I'm not, I've seen, I've seen a few fights. Uh, it's it mainly back then, mainly back, you know, a, uh, in my, my small, small rural town, Oklahoma. Wow. I kids.
0: love that you like all I love that you assumed that we knew that small town Oklahoma equals fights. That was I uh, mean okay, I assumed it was all just standoffs at high noon as you were like, <laughs> walking in opposite directions and turning around. That was my assumption, but uh okay, wow. I think Todd, Todd's probably seen the most fights out of all of us cuz I don't think I've ever seen like a fight. Yeah, I don't think I have either.
2: Yeah. Haven't been like really, really big fights, but I've I've seen I've seen a few few scuffles here and there. But
3: Adam, except uh, for the one you were in,
2: which we still didn't hear any. No,
0: I was it was look very young, it was very dumb. Uh, I was you know, this is we really need to talk about this because I feel like I'm not I'm not like looking for sympathy, nor am I going to get it here on this podcast.
2: (laughs) Oh, definitely not.
0: But I was like very much bullied as a kid growing up who moved a lot of times and like (laughs) who. does not look like a lot of other kids in terms of like, you know what I mean? Like, so, you know, I was very much bullied as a kid growing up. And so there were a lot of times that I was, you know, uh, not treated physically the best. And there were a few times where I did my best to stand up to people and it did not go very well, but uh, that's my experience in a fight, not flashy or exciting or funny (laughs) or even fun. Fair
1: enough. Well, I think we do have sympathy for you. We're not
0: terrible people
2: yeah (laughs) and this and this one case we do okay yeah let's see let's see um yeah i I was actually very for
0: now we have sympathy for you yeah okay
2: actually that means i have to say
0: something to ruin it quickly this is is a very abnormal sentiment on the podcast
3: talk about bean dip (laughs) <laughs> no, no no
1: no no no! we cannot we cannot um i just had a couple more things to say about the song uh i love how nathaniel is just standing there just he's kind of annoyed he's kind of concerned but he's not actually doing anything at, during this song to stop it for some reason because i think um, nathaniel could take both
0: these guys yeah but break up the fight why does he not like get in there and like why push is that them his up? job Unless it's them, not but like they're grown-ass men they can do whatever yeah I mean, yeah, but he like fighting he... in a hospital, by the way, like just, <laughs> I'm so over these two. That's why I feel like you're going and break it up. I don't know. I would have, I would have been much higher in Nathaniel had he been like, okay, like let's stop here. And he like, just go, he just, all he has to do is walk in between them. Like he is far physically superior to both of them. And so just like, put on, you know, two hands, just, you know, end it. I would, I would have, I would have liked to have seen that. He does have redeemed him in your eyes. No. But, uh, well, Melissa, I don't, I feel like you haven't heard the most recent episodes of the podcast. Uh, You know, there's been some good Nathaniel moments and good Nathaniel episodes. So I've acknowledged them as they've come. I I think that I've been pretty fair with Nathaniel overall, especially as of late.
2: Great. Yeah. I I do. I mean, at the end of the sequence, you know, he does try to like pull them apart and everything. And then he just kind of gets sucked into it. So I think that's kind of part of the the issue there.
3: So he literally does do the thing Adam was saying he should do.
2: Yeah, He waits a little while. To he do takes it.
0: his sweet time. Yeah,
2: I mean, he, well, yeah, you
3: know? I don't let the song happen. Adam. You can't <laughs> have a musical show and then complain that they like stop down for the music.
2: Oh, Adam can complain about anything. Thank, Come on. Um, yeah, thank you.
3: <laughs> um, I also
1: I like the part where Greg picks up a real weapon and it makes everything too real. <laughs> He's like, oh, whoa. And we're all like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And he puts it down. <laughs> yeah, Um, I thought that was really funny. Um, And then I mean, one yeah, more th- very West Side Story. <laughs> and then one more thing Todd mentioned this but yeah it's just it's the voice of someone who, who we don't see it's not a character and I was just wondering like has this ever happened before is this the only song that's like this or is there has there been a song that's been like that before
2: I couldn't think of one off the top of my head I was trying to think and I don't recall any time where it was just like a I guess the, the closest would be like the end of the movie, but we do eventually see Josh Groban pop up. But I think that's like one of the closest that we have to like this, like weird, you know, narrative uh, thing going on uh, without uh, being in the character that you've seen. Um, that's probably the closest, even then we do see Josh Groban. So it's not a hundred percent the same.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't really count that as being the same.
2: You know, it's the, Josh
0: Groban. He's... Yeah. Does the theme count? Like the season four theme?
1: Kind of. I I guess, yeah, that is a person that we don't see. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But I think, I guess I think more in terms of like the actual, like, like in episode songs more than theme songs. I kind of think of the theme songs like a separate beast in a way, but.
1: Well, anyway. um, Yeah. So uh, after that song, we see uh, Chloe and April uh, walk in the waiting room. Chloe says she left her phone there and but she and madison like nod at each other and they walk out together um and then of course classic moment the coughing boy runs in and coughs on daryl and april and then chloe and madison approach and they're like have a fun quarantine enjoy spending lots and lots of time together and they're both
3: like holding masks over their face (laughs) yeah but like Madison or Chloe, I can't remember which is which, like, holds the mask, like, away from her face to talk to them, and then, like, holds it back. Like, no, I can't.
0: Maybe it plays that. poorly today. It certainly does. Uh, I I do remember just not having a problem with that element of it when I watched this the first time, because, like, you know. Yeah. Also, also, did you this, this post- the first
1: time in 2020?
0: Uh, it was before lockdown, though, wasn't it? I don't know. I don't remember. No, it was like, two before. months of 2020. We... We
1: met in 2020, <laughs> and then I recommended this show for you. <laughs> All
0: right, don't think about it too much, you know? Okay.
3: <laughs> I swear, both scenes with the cough boy... Um the nurse at the reception is not wearing a mask. And then when they like scan back to her later, she is wearing a mask. Check it out. I don't think I'm lying about this.
2: Oh no, no, definitely. It's like, she sees the kid coming and she grabs, cause she's definitely like holding, she doesn't have the mask on just, um, the first time. At least she's like, is holding the mask over her face. I feel like. So, uh, but yeah, it's definitely like she sees the kid coming and she like masks up super fast. She's super efficient. It's like, I feel like the little cough boy has run through this office many, many times. So she is very, very well trained at putting the mask on super quickly.
0: Put a leash on that kid. What are we yeah. doing here? Yeah. This, Lock him okay. down. I,
3: this, uh, yeah, this. Uh, also, the whole- nurse has like maybe then been exposed to squirrel flu like many times. Oh, I don't know, like how quick on the draw she is with that mask.
1: Yeah, this whole thing bothers me uh, a lot, this the whole plotline of the squirrel flu. I, I don't think I really thought about it the first time I watched this back when it came out, but now I'm like, oh, no, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. No one is taking it seriously. No one seems to be concerned that they're going to be infected with squirrel flu. The hospital is not con- doing what they can to keep that little uh, child, you know, in the right room and not coughing on people and no one seems to get sick no one seems to care about that and also i just wish that madison and chloe could have come up with a better plan to get their parents together than having them exposed to a disease i i know they're children so they're probably not thinking about that but i didn't like that as the the way they're getting them together seems like they could have done something else but
2: yeah and can we all just agree that the little cough boy is a monster like, he's just, yeah. like, like a little monster, like, going around trying to infect people and, like, fight for the little cough boy. Yeah, he's, like, a, a little sociopath in training there.
3: Alternate idea. Tell them that there is a deal on bean dip in the cafeteria they both like you parent trap them right you like both they both come in being like oh i'm here for the deal on bean dip oh Oh i turn around and there they are on either side of the cafeteria
0: i feel so betrayed that we use the (laughs) the glorious movie of parent trap and put parent (laughs) parent trap is one of the greatest masterpieces of all time and we have officially tarnished it forever with bean dip i don't even know if i'll ever be able to look at it the same again
1: we've made it even better with bean dip um (laughs) but chloe and madison take a photo together chloe says all graham you're tagged and madison says fizzy i love that they have madison use the word fizzy which if you recall is the word that rebecca you know made a thing kind of by accident i loved it it's caught on
3: Is there some sort of status associated with who posts the photo and who gets tagged in the photo? That felt like that was, like, some sort of, like, negotiated mm. thing in that moment. Apparently. Like, why can't they just, like, both post
0: the photo? Well, I feel like you don't want to – I don't I don't think you want to have two people posting the same photo.
3: That
1: would be, like, scheduling yeah. a cake decorating party and a sleepover on the same night, you know?
0: Yeah, because, well, if you're both posting the photo, then, like, you're fighting for likes, you know? Like, who has more likes – stuff like that mm. more comments i don't use instagram is that obvious from everything I'm saying? <laughs> uh but i feel uh, yeah i feel like you don't have two people post the same thing lindy i feel like you're probably the biggest on instagram out of all of us here
1: i guess i'm not sure about melissa but um yeah I see what i I think I agree like if if both people post it then are people gonna like both of those photos or are they gonna like the one they saw first and yeah. then they won't care about the second one so I understand why only one of them would be posting it um yeah, so yeah.
3: I, I can to see give it. you an update on my Instagram use I posted a photo at a wedding that I was at about a month ago and before that oh. the photo that I'd posted was from February 2022 or sorry 2020 2020 Okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't well, think that I've tracks. ever posted I don't think I've ever posted a picture to Instagram. I have an Instagram account so I can look at other people's Instagrams, but I don't think I've ever actually posted a picture to my Instagram.
0: Adam, do you have an account? Yeah. I haven't logged in in probably three years.
1: I, mean, I, feel like I feel like I might follow you on there, but do you? I don't know.
0: Should, should we see? should I it's not even downloaded to my phone? I'd have to go download it. <laughs> <laughs> I also don't oh maybe not yeah, I typed in Adam
1: me. H and nothing
0: well I would, so, it would probably you know it would be under my classic Adam oh, Piano Man. Man Adam oh yeah uh, Man. okay it's downloading
2: it's scintillating <laughs> podcasting
0: folks. here we go I'm Sorry, everyone Adam knows. downloads an app on his phone Ooh, okay. do you <laughs> oh I found the, it do you want to <laughs> guess the <laughs> total number of posts I have for people I, not named Lindy yeah I already just, know uh, total number of posts hmm <laughs> and then, when that post was from? <laughs> well, you
3: just keep, keep it wait. Away. Does that mean you have one post? There's one post. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. There's just
0: one post from August of 2020.
3: Okay. Tough. So until a until a month ago, you had me beaten. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. This okay. This photo
1: is actually a little funny because Adam's got a photo that's got kind of those like um what are they called like like something kind of like a banner over it uh so there's one banner that's like stay home it could save lives yeah. but then like over top of that, there's another one that's like blocking part of that that's like hashtag Black Lives Matter. So it's like
0: Yeah, it's my one post.
1: <laughs> covered on up there. one of the messages with Listen, a message. I had
0: to make sure that all part, you know, uh, so right. <laughs> like four out of the six people, it's not even just me too. If four out of the six people in this picture, I don't even talk to you anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so so <laughs>
1: Wait, uh, this was posted the same month we met, and you still talk to me, but you don't <laughs> talk to these people. Yeah, you should feel lucky, Lindy. <laughs> yeah.
2: Lindy replaced them all. That's what happened. He yeah, met Lindy, like, true. I don't need these people anymore. Done with these I've done got with Lindy. Lindy.
3: Wait, yeah. yeah, Adam, who else did you start talking to since August 2020? Uh, it's, it's Todd and I. But oh. We've, we've, we've been your friends. Why? Well, no, but I did not... I'm mean, implying Todd, Lindy and I replaced all your friends.
0: Yes. Okay. Yeah. Facts. Okay. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I can't even argue with that. Yeah. That's absolutely true. Um, although there was a, I feel like there was actually a pretty decent amount of time after I met Lindy before I joined PSR mm-hmm. because famously Lindy is the reason I joined PSR.
1: Mm-hmm. I so, know. Right. Isn't yeah, that so funny? Kind of, yeah. She's
0: so proud of herself. for that. I am. Um, you should yeah. be. Uh, she, yeah. She should be. She certainly should be. Um, what were we talking about here?
3: Instagram?
1: Instagram,
0: okay. <laughs> yeah, but Yeah. Uh, I asked yeah. if it was
3: like a status thing. Wait, Lindy, really... did you
0: just follow? I feel like you didn't even follow me. You looked Well, me what's the point? You <laughs> don't post then... anything. What if I started posting? What do you want me to post? Are
1: you
3: going to post? Post about know. the podcast. Why not? Yeah, you could like, you know, take a screen grab right now and post it. <laughs> do you want me to do Instagram? that?
0: To no, 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 yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. No, I don't. no, no. New post. Oh, gosh
1: you probably don't even know how to post at this point like <laughs> I,
0: no idea how to post. I just clicked the wrong button for sure <laughs> what is a real real post story story highlight
3: wait you're on should- tiktok Real, just tiktok should
0: i go live right now on instagram <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> for your, what,
3: six followers? How many whoa, follow whoa, you? whoa! Well, he whoa. actually has
1: 73 now. Whoa,
2: who's got me. a lot of friends
3: now, Adam? Don't give me a <laughs> I don't even know who these people
1: are.
2: Go to Costco oh, shoot, with your like, I followed you for my wrong it's account. Like, it's like what 65 wrong account? Uh,
1: What is wrong account? this? You, I followed you for my Animal Crossing account. Oops. Ah!
0: You have an Animal Crossing account? You've okay. literally mentioned it on the podcast. <laughs> Let me just follow this back. Okay. Wait, what's no? Also, Crossing Todd started following me before you did. How did Todd beat you to the punch? Wait, Todd's maybe that's your-
1: why wait, maybe that's why I'm not following you because it's my Animal Crossing account. Maybe I'm following you on my regular one.
0: Mm-hmm. So I was
1: gonna say, I think I'm following Adam on Instagram.
0: What are you how? How is this even possible? I literally have not posted since we met.
2: I, don't know. I know. I mean, I literally just started like following a, you, like me, during this Oh, I don't follow so. you.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm following you now. Wait, I do follow you. So I was the only one of the three yeah. following. We, we all right. know who the real friends are. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, obviously. <laughs> Thank you, Melissa. I appreciate your support. Should I'm I start sorry. posting? What do are you mean we're not real friends? What do you want me to post, Lindy? Anything you want. Bean dip. <laughs> That's how bad bean dip is. Uh. Well, okay, the my-
1: problem is we we haven't met in person, so we don't have any photos together. So you can't pose those. So true. If you, if it's not going to be me, then I don't care what it is.
0: That's that's actually <laughs> this is a brutal look for you, Lindy, because I have met the other two people in this podcast. <laughs> in I know. Yeah, I was gonna say I do have a photo
3: of that. That of is yeah, tough. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's unfortunate. Maybe one day, Lindy, when you come to come to Vegas with us soon, we're going to Vegas. You should come.
1: Why won't you just come here?
0: Uh, I that's... did!
1: I did do a whole no. East Coast. No, you trip. didn't. You yeah, did, did not you did not come to where I am. That's it's because you were gone when I <laughs> you
0: were gone when I was there. You had a wedding or whatever. Well that's, anyway. that's your
1: problem, actually. <laughs> <laughs> we are so far off track. Yeah, it is. So yes. And I have been yawning a lot. <laughs> and we're not even done yet. Okay. We're close. We're even aren't okay. Back to the um the guys. So nathaniel is saying like after rebecca dumped me i went out and bought all these books on like ethics and kindness and stuff and you know i've learned a lot and the opposite of love isn't hate it's indifference you guys fought because you care about each other and greg and josh really seem to get on board with that immediately greg is like i care about you and i always will josh says me too we're not best friends anymore but we're still bros and Nathaniel is all about this and he puts his hand in the middle and he's like all for one and then he makes them put their hands in two and he's like and one for all.
2: <laughs> yeah, cuz earlier he'd like like we could be like the three musketeers. I call D'Artagnan and so again, <laughs> he calls D'Artagnan again here after they do the all for one yeah, I really Is really like.
3: It's D'Artagnan just like obviously the best three musketeers. I couldn't name the other two. I have no idea. So
2: Uh let's see D'Artagnan and Porthos and I can't think about the third one. See what the other names are. Okay, so D'Artagnan is just the best one. <laughs> I think that's the best name for sure.
0: Yeah. This is bad because I like I've read <laughs> Three, <laughs> Three Musketeers, and so this is really
2: brutal to not know. Yeah, but I don't I've seen know. I've seen multiple versions of the film, but uh, <laughs> it's been well, a while.
1: Adam. That's gonna be our quiz today, so get ready. It <laughs> very well could be. It really could be. It, uh, yeah. Yeah. But yes, I love friendship, Nathaniel. I love, I love what's going on here. Okay. <laughs> um. So Paula and Rebecca returned to her hospital room. Apparently, they actually got out and came back, and no one noticed. All right.
3: <laughs> no, not <by laughs> you were gone for six hours plus however long it took you to get there and back. Like
0: maybe she finished the test early. She, no, she didn't. because
1: as we'll see, Rebecca was there for all six hours.
3: Yeah. I was a it <laughs> wild. She's like this law exam that I was like totally prepared for. And I'm like, can you feel totally prepared for the bar exam? Like that just seems, I don't know. I've written a lot of exams in my life and I, I don't think I've ever written, walked into an exam and been like, do you know what I am? Totally prepared for this exam. Maybe I'm a bad student, but like, <laughs> just, I have never felt that way. I don't know.
1: I have not uh, prepared for an exam this important, but I would think that Maybe she just felt like, okay, she did everything she could to prepare. Like, she did a lot of studying, put a lot of work into it. We did.
0: Well, I will say we did see her do a lot of studying and preparation for this. I also will say lightning quick response from from Tom Palmer. I asked, can you ever totally feel prepared for the bar exam? He said, no, it's scary. Very hard test.
3: See, this is what I'm thinking. Because I'm preparing it to the comprehensive exam that I had to take in my PhD stuff where it was like you will never learn and like the whole point of the exam is to like find the boundaries of your knowledge. So they basically like keep asking you questions until you don't know the answers to them and they're like okay, that's like as far as you know and like then they judge if like you know enough to continue on in your degree. So like it was impossible to walk into that feeling like you knew enough because the whole point was for them to like find the stuff you didn't know. Um and I sort of just imagine that the like scope of the bar exam provides a similar feeling of like you could never possibly study enough, no matter if you had infinite time.
0: Yeah. The other thing Tom was saying is that there's a lot of money that's spent on test prep as well for those kind of exams, and so uh, a lot of money spent on that. Yeah. I don't know. I've, I've I'm not interested in taking the bar. Fortune in
3: coffee and um,
0: baked Fair. goods. Well, hey. <laughs>
1: Here's my question. Are you going to message Tom Palmer out of context and ask him what he thinks about orgy planes?
0: (laughs) Second time she said it on the podcast. Do you want me to, Lindy? I think it'd be funny. (laughs) There we go. Okay. I mean, that's enough for me.
1: Anyway. um, (laughs) So Paula is saying, like, this is the best day of her life. She had a heist and a long legal exam I was totally prepared for. Um, Rebecca says it was amazing to watch Paula because she was so happy and she watched all six hours. She did take some standing naps during that, but otherwise,
0: um, did it feel to you like we were missing a potentially very funny scene here of the heist sequence of them all like getting out and like getting back in? I know this was like kind of unrealistic, but I feel like we were missing that scene. I feel like that would be very funny, especially like seeing Heather like really get into it and like you know. I feel like we were missing that.
1: There's a very funny scene in Degrassi where they sneak Jimmy out of the hospital. And so, yeah,
3: I think we were missing that opportunity here.
0: Yeah.
3: I think I was just missing like Heather and Valencia in general in this episode. Like, yeah. They weren't very prevalent at all. So, yeah, I agree. Like a scene like that would have been pretty good.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. We hadn't really seen Heather for a few episodes or Valencia for a few episodes that much. And they're here, but they're barely here. So, it's like, yeah.
0: Okay. Uh I got my response from Tom Palmer about <laughs> the orange. <Orcs of> <laughs> he says while everyone should have fun, I love that <laughs> Hopefully they're properly segregated from the pilot. I love it. <laughs> <that> he's, <laughs> he's worrying about the functionality of this. This is great. That's so good. Tom I mean William it is ball. called the
3: cockpit.
0: Oh.
2: Oh, wow. Bam! 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 <laughs> Uh and we just got our explicit rating on the yeah. yeah, all right. This
3: has gone too far. Uh <laughs> Lydia, this was your idea.
0: Yeah. Well anyone, anyone from iTunes is listening to this podcast and giving <laughs> us an explicit rating. Come on. Um, let's let's be real here.
1: <laughs> let's be real. Uh Rebecca is Is ending- that a be a
0: real joke? Are you are you doing be real, Lindy? I feel like I've seen a lot of those on TikTok, but have never no, I don't I don't have it. Okay, I'm you're not, not tired. Melissa no 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 whoa okay I don't know I'm just asking the question some people some people are really into it I'll be Is real right now
3: over the age of 25 into it
0: I, I don't know They're not in my circle <laughs> I'm, I'm trying pre- to
3: be real quick
0: yes <laughs> getting to the end
1: okay we're almost there actually for for once mm-hmm. all right we're getting there this might <laughs> be one. less than four <laughs> hours okay.
0: <laughs> maybe
1: eh, maybe we oh my gosh <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Rebecca envies Paula for going after her dream that's when Paula asks oh you're not happy at Rebetzel's. Rebecca says I just haven't found my thing Rebetzel's was just the thing I did next and Paula asks if there's something she dreams about Rebecca says there is but it's dumb and I've never had the courage to pursue it and Paula says, you know what? We are all going to end up in the hospital basement for real sometime. And before that happens, maybe you should give this dumb thing a try. And I think it's understandable that Rebecca would be like, oh, like, I don't know if if people are going to, like, judge me for this. Or if this is, like, just a dream that's, you know not serious enough and and just worry about that i i totally understand that but i love that paula's like you should try it like she's i mean basically like life is short that's what aj was saying except in a meaner way
3: (laughs) maybe it's just because rachel bloom is so talented i just find it so hard to believe that she has never done like musical theater like community theater of any kind it's just well, she
1: was busy being a lawyer for a long time. I guess, but, like...
0: Um, I mean, we've we, seen her, like, do multiple productions, right? Like, we've yeah. seen not only the summer camp, but we've also seen... what was it the college In thing? College. She was with that guy who was a jerk. Yeah. Like, we've seen think, her do musical theater before. Yeah,
2: but right. not a lot. And there were kind of negative things associated... Like, the last one that we've seen her really do was the, the college thing, and there's some negative associations with that. And then she, like, dove into the lawyer thing and kind of put it on the back burner. And even if she tried to do it in the, in the jail, try to get the theater stuff going on. She's like, basically, you know, everyone hated everything she tried to do. So she hasn't, so she's tried a little bit, but I feel like it's always been like something she's interested in, would like to do, but every time she's tried to do it, things have gone poorly in a lot of ways. And so I, uh, I think that she avoids it because of that.
1: She's also been very preoccupied, uh, with the men in her life especially you know since she got to west covina so i think she just hasn't had uh the time at some points and like the focus on on what she's actually passionate about you know going back to the song without love you can save the world (laughs) like she has uh clocked a lot of hours on love and not so many on on the theater fair enough So she and Josh are at their house, at their apartment, whatever. (laughs) But I wouldn't really call it Josh's, actually. Um, (laughs) And Rebecca is telling him that she signed up to audition for the local theater production. She says, do you think I'm insane? And he says, no way. Like, you're clearly so happy about this. And she is. She's so excited. She says, it feels right. Um, I think that's something she also said about Rebetzels before um, when she started that. And she says, theater always comes up in my life and we've obviously seen that i feel like we pointed out whenever that happens um and josh says that she'll be amazing and she says you know i'm glad you're my roommate who would have thought we could just be friends and they hug and classic josh has got this
3: confused look on his face i feel like i know what people are going to say but do you think you can never just be friends with the next
0: Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know is that I don't think that is that a high take? I feel like you can no, I
3: was actually expecting you to say the opposite, Ed.
0: no, I mean, I think you can i don't know, I mean, like just be a like mature adult about the situation and just like move on. I don't know. I said on this podcast that I would live with my ex for eight dollars <laughs> a month. So, like, I don't know.
2: Yeah, did <laughs> be friends with them to do that? I think that's the question. But. That's true. I've lived with Absolutely people that not. I'm not yeah. friends
0: with. So actually, that, <laughs> that actually is a really good point. On I don't know. I feel like you can. I've. I mean, I'm not saying that that is like always the situation. I think there are certainly you know situations that are not that way. And I, I'm not trying to say that every time like you're just going to be friends. But I feel like I feel like you could be. No?
3: Yeah, this is much less spicy than I was expecting.
0: <laughs> you, no, you can't be friends with your ex. There's you're still in love or you hate each other. <laughs> there we go. No, I there mean I don't, I don't think it's that dramatic. Though, I'm just no? trying to stir up drama. It's fine. Yeah. No. I will God, say my but,
3: well, yeah, like big experience with this is that I was in a 2-year relationship and then but it was like he had become friends with all my friends. So I was like, well, I'm not losing Ooh. my friends. But like you're living with one of my friends, so like I guess you have to like say so. Then we would like sort of had to become friends, and it was like awkward for a bit. But then it got good, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm like really proud of us. We've like become friends." Uh, and then like a few more years passed, and then uh, we talked about getting back t- together. And I was like, "Hey, we thought about like the reasons why we broke up and how it might work differently this time." And he said no, and I said, "Okay, then we're not getting back together." Um, <laughs> so and then he's like, "Okay, then we can't be friends." And then we stopped being friends. So
2: yeah. Oh wow, that was a real roller coaster wow. ride. There. Yeah, I, oh I
0: really got sent on a ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With that whole situation. So, that okay. was
3: I, I feel like I used to have like a really good success story with this. And now yeah. I, I don't have any um, friends with your ex. It, well, stories. it
0: doesn't work if one of them doesn't want to just be friends. Yes. Right? Like that, that is the deal breaker for all of this, right? Like I think both people have to just want to be friends and then I think it can work. But if that dynamic is ever shifted, then I don't, I don't know how, I don't think it happens. Hmm. But also, like, having an ex be <laughs> friends, like, with your friends is also very relatable. Like, one of my best friends who doesn't listen to this podcast, Michelle, is, like, still really good friends with an ex who, like, hates my guts uh, and is married at this point. So, like, you know, there's a lot of drama there, but, like, you know, we're still good friends. She's in my d home game. Like, we talk literally every day all the time. So, like, you know, um. I don't know what that story was to say. Just like friends being <laughs> friends with exes. This was just me oversharing, I think. Um, what else is new?
2: Lindy, Todd, do you disagree with any of the sentiments that I said?
1: I have no hot takes about this. Um...
2: Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think I think it's definitely possible. Like I said, like the both sides have to kind of want to just be friends. But uh, yeah, I definitely think it's possible.
3: Well, this was much less
0: entertaining. Yeah, that's
3: so boring. We're yeah.
1: Well, that's why I'm going to move on to yeah. um, a I, pair you of- You know ex-
0: what? I'm sorry to everyone. I'm sorry. I feel like I usually provide better takes than than what I just said. you're like, like
3: perfectly reasoned. Yeah. Like if <laughs> people so cool. can be mature adults, then sure. No, that's my yeah. bad. That's I on me.
0: You. Yeah, that's my bad. I'll do better next time. I promise.
3: Mm-hmm. Will you not
1: interrupt me next time as I'm already moving on? <laughs> Who knows? Oh, my God.
2: I think we know. I think we (sighs) Oh,
1: Okay. Wow. Uh, Moving on to a pair of uh, people who are about to break up. So uh, Rebecca walks outside after talking with Josh uh, to talk to Greg. Uh, Josh is watching from inside. A little creepy, but okay. Um, And Greg first, like he asked about Paula, which I thought was nice. You know, he wants to make sure she's okay and then rebecca says you know you were right i was behind on therapy but i started doing the work again and i'm finally on meds after we fought i felt abandoned i got really drunk i went to nathaniel's apartment and i also had a weird massage moment with josh and greg is like rebecca come on and she says i'm so sorry we started dating and i got behind on my mental health stuff but that's on me that's not on you I need to take a beat before I get into anything serious, but I still really care about you. And she asked if they can be friends. He says, okay, yeah, probably for the best. And from the window, Josh looks a little hopeful.
0: Yeah. I mean, this is, I am famously a Greg stan. I really love Greg. I love Greg and Rebecca together. I just love all of this. And, you know, we've talked that to death on this podcast. I simultaneously, really love this conversation between them um i think it like especially rebecca like it shows like such a good level of self-awareness that like i keep wanting to see in rebecca and that we keep like seeing glimpses of but now we like finally get it and she's like taking control of some of her choices here uh i really like the way that greg reacts to this situation i feel like Old, you know, the previous Greg, season one Greg. Old Greg. Old Greg, man. fine, whatever. Yeah, old Greg because he, he has G. gone. G. Through, he has gone through changes. Um, I feel like many old, changes. Yeah, <laughs> emotionally, uh, old Greg would have, <laughs> old Greg would have reacted much different than this, and so I really appreciated like what we saw here from him. Hated Josh in this, whatever cold take. Stop looking out the window, you creep. Um, but yeah. I liked this. Even as a Greg Stan, I really liked this. It made me a little sad, but I liked it.
1: Not surprised you liked the scene with Greg. Um, Did you not like it, Lindy? I liked Rebecca. Um, it just it just reminded me of, like, Greg. Greg entered this situation of, like, his ex who has slept with his dad... Since they were together, and Can you
0: explain to me how we are allowed to get over some things, but not allowed to get over other things. What is how? Like why? Wh- you accuse me of this double standard all the time, Lindy, and yet here you are bringing back old stuff that Greg didn't even do.
1: I don't understand, like what what the gotcha <laughs> moment is. I'm saying, like
3: why is? <laughs> Because I think part of the thing here is that, yeah, it's like Greg, he's sort of this moment of his where he's like, oh, Rebecca, I'm sort of like, it's off, Greg. Like, I don't know. He He's feeling like he's like, I don't know, looking down on her and I don't love it. I I would have loved Rebecca to her growth to have been to like not do these things um, and like catch herself earlier in that. I think I'm just sort of like yes, this is growth, but it sort of feels like four seasons in, like, it's not that much growth. I think I just would have liked more growth.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, you know, how many times have we said on this podcast, like growth is just not linear. And like that kind of path towards healing and redemption is uh, just not linear whatsoever. And we've seen her take five steps forward, 15 steps back, seven steps forward, you know, two steps back. Like we've seen her go all over the place these past four seasons which i actually really like about this show because it feels much more realistic and like actually shows somewhat uh you know uh normal expectations for what something like this should be as in like if something regresses so dramatically so quickly like not all hope is lost whereas i feel like in some situations when we see that kind of consistent growth then it can maybe feel a little bad if you're not on that same journey if that makes sense and so um, I don't mind like the, the path that she has been down. I will just say, I don't know what Greg's reaction was supposed to have been when Rebecca is telling him these things. I don't know that there is an ideal reaction when Rebecca is telling him these things, but like, I didn't, I didn't mind it, I guess, just cause like, I feel like anyone else, it could have been so much worse. And so I don't mind kind of you know kind of like the disappointed oh and i will say my read and this is very generous to greg because you know hi i'm adam um but my read was not that he was like disappointed in rebecca more that he was disappointed in the situation of the, their relationship that's kind of where i was maybe it's a little generous to greg but uh you know i feel like we're generous to characters all the time so
2: yeah and i mean i'm i'm kind of over with you adam i feel like a uh to have your girlfriend tell you that, oh, after we had a fight, I got drunk and then tried to sleep with my yeah. with my ex, and then tried to get into something else with my other ex, uh, as a fairly you know minimal, neutral, borderline neutral uh, reaction from him for what he just found out had happened.
3: But shouldn't he be more upset? He's like, yeah, I think maybe
1: you wanted is, him to be
0: more. Upset? This is part no. of the issue. Is okay. that this
3: whole scene felt kind of underwhelming? Yes.
1: Thank you. Yes, it's not that I want him to like lash out at her. That's not it. But it's like it's like he doesn't even care that much. He's like, oh, it's probably for the best. We're friends. <laughs> like,
2: now that that I can see, I can I can definitely definitely see that that argument. Um, I don't know. I they they have like gone really hard into a uh, to the the new version of Greg trying to be more understanding, going through his own therapy, going through uh, of sorts and everything. And like, cause the whole fight started because he was trying to be understanding and trying to like be, you know, not be the same person who would punch holes in walls. Uh, so I think it is very much uh, just the thing. Like he's like maybe overcorrected. Uh, but uh, the, if the extremes are either like, okay, I think it's for the best or like punching things. I'm glad he's falling on, this side of things, yeah.
1: I think it, i I felt yeah. the same way, like here, as I did when he found out that she slept with his dad. It's like his reaction just didn't seem to match the revelation. And I, again, yeah, I it I don't want him to punch a wall. I'm not saying that's you know the correct thing to do, but it just it doesn't seem to be impacting him as much
3: as you think it would if he's so in love with Rebecca. It doesn't really feel like it's impacting either of them. Like this is, it's, it feels like it's a conversation where she's like, yeah, sorry, I like can't go to that movie we were going to go to or something, right? Like it just feels very, like he's like mildly disappointed and she's sort of just like, yeah, so I'm going to do this thing instead. And I don't know, it's just, it's just not that effect, seems to be affecting either of them all that much. Hmm.
2: Yeah, I didn't really thought of it in those terms, but I can, def- I can definitely see that, um, especially going from like they were like so on such a high high just like, you know, an episode ago before they went crashing down to the lows of lows. So it does seem to be very, you know, middle ground for a relationship that's been so tumultuous and so, no, I-, I can definitely see that it didn't necessarily bother me, but I can definitely see how that could you know not ring true.
0: Yeah, my only thought here is, like, I think Greg had some understanding and knowledge of, like, where this was going as of the last episode. Maybe not the specifics of, like, what Rebecca was going to do or how exactly things were going to end or fall out. But, like, what we have seen previously from Greg is that he has far more understanding and has far more experience in, like, this whole realm um and so i don't, like, don't think it was crazy f- to assume that greg kind of thought that this is what was going to happen here after their massive fallout in the last episode even though he didn't see the full effects of it i think like he certainly knew you know this i think this is it is, is the vibe that i was probably getting you know from greg at that point and so again i don't know that this is like I don't know what I wanted to see here from Greg. Like, I know you guys are saying you wanted like a little bit more of a reaction or something, like to show that he like cared a little bit more or something like that. I think that like that that is not Greg here. Of like, sh- you know what I mean? Like going way overboard in those kind of situations. I don't think that's Greg. I think that like him internally processing these like, this like intense disappointment. And I will say, I think you can kind of see it on his face in the scene where he's just like. He's lost quite a bit here, and I think he actually shows it pretty well. Um, I don't know that I wanted more of a reaction. Like I don't think I needed more to show that he cared. I feel like we got some of it. But maybe, maybe that was just me. Uh, I don't know.
1: So the last scene of this episode, uh, Greg is at home base. Um, and Nathaniel walks in, and Greg tells him, you know, Rebecca and I were just friends again, and Nathaniel says, I'm sorry. Um, and it does seem like he he means that, but he kind of turns to the side a little bit, and he's basically, like, holding back a smile. So uh, just like Josh, uh, hearing about this breakup has given him some, some hope.
3: So this was a weird last scene of this episode, too. I was, like, surprised when the episode ended. I was like, wait, that's what we're ending on? We're not ending on the breakup? We're ending on this, like, random other conversation? I don't know.
0: We've got to make sure that we get all three guys as a potential uh, lover for Rebecca here as we get towards the end of the final season.
1: I think this season is so interesting because there are moments. uh, I, I, I think certain TV shows can like, kind of lead you to feel, you know, that like one couple is like meant to be or something or like the, or one couple is like going to end up together. And I feel like this scene is something you would include if it's like, okay, like Nathaniel and Rebecca are going to be the ones who end up together. You end on this shot of Nathaniel finding out that Rebecca and Greg broke up and being like, you know trying to hold back his smile because he's excited about it you know where we saw josh was like standing in the window like he had kind of the same reaction but that's not where we end things we end it with nathaniel so i just think that's interesting but i i feel like in this season there are moments where it kind of leans towards other people not just nathaniel so i think it's interesting how they're doing that yeah And that's our episode.
0: That's the episode. Season four, episode 13 of Craziest Girlfriend. A tight 245. <laughs> um, and we're not even done here. How exciting. Um, You know, we've talked it to death. Overall, good episode. Excited to see where we go. We don't have that many more episodes left in the season. What, five more? Including the? Wow.
2: Yeah, five including the concert episode. Including
0: the concert. So four more episodes of content. Uh, that's kind of ridiculous that we're this close to the end. But here we are.
3: It's well, a uh, big accomplishment
0: you all have done! It's very impressive. Thank you. Uh, mm. Well, speaking of impressive, uh, Melissa, I believe this is your hat trick here. Your all four seasons. Of... Is that, that's not what a hat trick is.
2: <laughs> I don't know. That's what I'm calling yeah. a hat trick, isn't it? Yeah, a hat trick is three typically. Yeah. You uh, what so, your pretzel
0: yeah. trick? Oh, okay.
3: <laughs> I don't know. Trick?
0: I don't know if that makes any sense. But it doesn't yeah. make yeah. sense. I just yes, said I'm so. now four for four. Yeah, four for that's four. four, four. Yeah, our, our, uh, our first.
2: Season. Yeah, our first four-time guest, so. Our first oh, guest, Which is <laughs> nice. so exciting.
0: Um, we have a lot of guests coming up, though, which is uh, amazing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, speaking of, uh, what were we even speaking of? I have no, I have no, uh, I have no. We have things here. to get to, Adam. We do have things to get to. Let's get to them. The first, of course, is to get into Todd's Game Corner. Todd. and we're here in todd's game corner we've had a busy game corner this season uh there's been some back and forth we lindy and i have both kind of been on weird streaks throughout the season uh we like have gone on three game win streaks and then recently we have all uh been alternating every time adam lindy adam lindy and here we are with the overall game total uh, we've played 12 games. Our current game total is 7 to 5, very close. Uh in favor of me, Adam. And so, uh very close game. Lindy is riding high last week after winning the salad dressing quiz. Uh that she won. Uh last week to bring us to a score of 7 to 5. Reminder, we are not counting the concert as a official game. Opportunity for a quiz here, which means we are going based off of 17 episodes, meaning that you need nine to clinch. Even though Linda hates that word. Uh I hated it. I hated it when you need you nine it. to win. Thank uh you. so we're not in we're not in territory of winning, but we are uh, in territory of getting close here as we have some more coming on. But of course, we have a guest on the game quarter this week, Musa. Uh, as we said before, now your first time here. You you is your fourth time, so you know the process good and well here. We don't need to set anything else up. Melissa, would you like to join Team Adam or Team Lindy today?
3: I mean, so historically, I'm two and one. I've done Lindy twice. done Adam once. Uh, and I have found that being on Team Adam makes me feel like I win either way. And that is a feeling that I enjoy. Because either I win or Adam <laughs> loses. Uh, so... <laughs> Lindy, you won last time I was on Adam's team and I'm rooting for you to do it again. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to be on team Adam. Okay. Mostly for me, because that means that I balance it out two and two. And that's like a very satisfying thing Mm. uh, that I want. Me.
1: This is the best I have felt when someone picked Team Adam. <laughs> yeah. I feel, I it, feel great. Is about it
0: because this? they're openly telling you they're rooting for you? Is that yeah. a, okay? Yeah. I just want to make I sure mean, I understand that. I'm pretty that. sure I did that last time too. Oh, I'm first. sure you did. Yep. Um, either but way, I think Melissa... it was like
2: the first time. The first betrayal was, cuts the deepest. I think.
0: Yes, <laughs> yeah, <it is>. Um <laughs> Either way, Melissa, very happy to have you on Team Adam. This is going to be very fun. Uh, Todd, what do you have for us today?
2: Uh, well, I mean, after this episode we all learned one very important thing. Who rules the world? Squirrels. So, it is going to be a squirrel themed quiz. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going to do the classic. I'm going to list off four things. Three of them are real things. One of them is one that I made up. The real so,
0: crapshoots yeah. of the podcast that take a long time to answer. Love to <laughs> see it. Mm-hmm.
2: So, uh, so starting off, a uh, uh, it's Adam's Team Adam's turn to go first. So, first up, We have fictional squirrels. These are names of fictional squirrels. So we have A, scaredy squirrel, B, secret squirrel, C, squeaky squirrel, or D, super squirrel.
0: Hmm. Okay. So it's scaredy, squeaky, secret, and secret or super. (sighs) Interesting.
3: Squeaky squirrel makes me think of the squirrel from Emperor's New Groove, but I don't actually know if that's what it's named, so I have no ideas.
0: Oh, squeak Squeakin'. I don't know if it had a name technically, yeah. but I I love yeah. Okay, I'm a big Emperor's New Groove guy. I think it's such a good movie, actually. Um, okay, I feel like we're just gonna talk this out because, like, you know, whatever. Lindy can take our logic. I I don't even really care. Um, I feel like Secret Squirrel is pretty underwhelming. Like yep. what is secret squirrel? Like a spy?
3: I mean, what are any of them? They're all
0: different. well, Scaredy Squirrel. I have a very, very clear image of what that <laughs> looks like. I feel like that's definitely a thing. I feel like super squirrel is also like that's a super like a
3: super mouse. So is there also a super squirrel?
0: Hmm. There's Geronimo Stilton, which in my mind is a super mouse, but um <laughs> That was for nobody. <laughs> <laughs> um, my, what's your gut telling you? What is like the one that you're like, eh, I don't know. Uh, I have no idea,
3: to be honest. But they're super scaredy, squeaky, and.
0: Secret. Secret. See, secret. That's, see, that's what I'm saying. Mm. <laughs> what is like from? secret agent
3: squirrel. That's, that could be a thing. I don't know. They're all stupid.
0: Wow. I, that's so offensive um, to Todd. Um, <laughs> Todd came up with one of them. <laughs>
3: but I mean, Todd is always just trying to match the level of stupid of the other three. Right? True. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, yeah. So if we play that side of the game, which did Todd come up with? <laughs> I don't think Todd came up with super squirrel. That seems too on the nose. Agreed. Um,
0: I don't think it's scaredy squirrel.
3: No. Yeah. Also too on the nose. Um.
0: So okay. we're between secret and squeaky, sneaky, squeaky. squeaky. I don't think it's squeaky. I don't think Todd's coming up with squeaky squirrel. Do you, I mean.
3: Nah, go with the secret all right. sneaky squirrel.
0: That was your gut from the start. I've forgotten which one it was. It's one oh, of those. okay. Secret squirrel, final answer.
2: All right, Lindy, you have a chance to steal. <laughs> Dang. And you have all this logic that we gave you. <laughs> yeah. All, all of this gold. helpful information. Yeah. All of this, yeah. It <laughs> works so, so well. Uh, so, remaining are Scaredy, Squeaky, and Super.
1: I'm going to go with Super.
2: And no one gets a point because I did indeed come up with Squeaky Squirrel.
3: Oh,
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Secret okay. Squirrel was like an old Hanna Barbera cartoon. He was like a Secret Agent Squirrel. So. Secret Agent Squirrel. There you go. So uh, next up, Lindy, these are animated squirrel movies. So we have ACORNS, which is an acronym, colon Operation Crackdown. (laughs) We have B, Get Squirrely. We have C, The Nut Job. And we have D, (laughs) Squirrel Heist. And also these are all not just squirrel movies, animated squirrel movies. They're also animated squirrel heist movies. They're all about like stealing acorns. You're telling me there are
0: um, four <laughs> animated squirrel heist movies? No, there are three, Adam. <laughs> oh, oh, that's a good point. Yeah, okay, that's fair. That's really three.
2: <laughs> good point. <laughs> yeah. So we have yeah, Acorns Operation Crackdown, Get Squirrely, The Nut Job, and Squirrel Heist.
1: These are all absolutely hilarious and ridiculous. So who is to know which one? But I'm going to go with Squirrel Heist.
2: And Lindy's on the board with two points.
3: Nice. There's no way I thought you came up with Squirrel Heist. I was like, that was too obvious. It's a Squirrel Heist movie called Squirrel Heist. Like, (laughs) Todd would do something else. Well, nice.
2: All right. So uh, next up, Team Adam. To stay alive. To stay alive. Yep. Live action squirrel movies. (laughs) 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 Those real squirrels that acted at these movies. Yep. Yeah. So we have. Uh, <laughs> I just killed Adam. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean
0: live action squirrel <laughs> movies? The others the were completely animated. Oh
2: these are these are ones God. like like you know, real From people. From Yeah. So yeah, So we have a Flora and Ulysses, which is about a superpowered squirrel. We have B, The Grand Rupert, which is about a, uh, a Rupert the Dancing Squirrel. We have C, Monkey Joe and the Flying Squirrel, which is about uh, an act in a circus. And then we have D, Perry, The Youth of a Squirrel, which is kind of like a documentary, but they came up with like a whole storyline of this a uh, squirrel's life based off of a book. But just use documentary footage for it.
0: I'm going to need those just one more time. Yeah.
2: So Flora and Ulysses, Super Squirrel, the Grand Rupert, Dancing Squirrel, Monkey Joe and the Flying Squirrel, a circus act, and These of a the squirrel uh, mockumentary.
0: All right, oh, I think it's I think it's one of the first two. That's, That's just right off the rip. I don't know. But which one? Obviously,
3: like Todd talking about Rupert, all I think about is our D and D game.
0: Yep. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, and I, don't I don't know what that means. Is that a double fake-out? Is that, a yeah. is that a, some reverse
2: psychology here? Talking to me the first two again. Yeah, so we have Flora and Ulysses and the Grand Rupert.
3: Is that first one a reference? I don't even get it.
0: I have no idea. Flora and Ulysses? Did talk about those names, though? What's the third one? Maybe I'm not really out the third one. <laughs> Monkey
2: Joe and the Flying Squirrel. Maybe it's that one.
3: Yeah, I did sort of wonder about that one.
2: Maybe it's the flying
0: squirrel. Even though, even though out of all of the ones described, that is by far the most realistic one to get which, into live action. Which makes it seem like. Which yeah, makes it seem like it's yeah. more the one Todd came up with. Oh, this is tough. This is for all the marbles. Lenny could get the point here. It could win the game if we missed this.
2: Yeah. Which you're like half rooting for. It. Yeah.
0: Uh, okay. I like those circus one. I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That was sort of the one that I was drawn to when you were
3: immediately like, oh, it's one of the first two. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's lock that, it in. That would be my gut and it's totally based on nothing. So.
0: Yeah. That's, I mean, hey, that's what a, that's what a gut instinct is for, baby. Okay. <laughs> first, uh, let's lock in the, let's lock in the circus squirrel.
2: All right. And we are all tied up. Because I did indeed come up with Monkey Joe and the flying squirrel.
0: Oh, it all comes down to this. Lindy, I don't want to be overly dramatic here, but this is really important.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
2: All right. So, Lindy, these are a. uh, Squirrel based video games. So, video games with the squirrel is like the, the main character, like based on squirrel.
0: There are three of these. <laughs> oh, I bet there are yep.
2: hundreds of these, honestly. All right. So, let's hear them. We have Conker's Bad Fur Day, Mr. Nuts with a Z, <laughs> Tippy Toes Treehouse, and Zero the Kamikaze Squirrel.
1: I'm sorry, I need you to repeat all of that.
2: (laughs) So we have Conker's Bad Fur Day, Mr. Nuts with a Z, Tippy Toe's Treehouse, and Zero the Kamikaze Squirrel.
1: Where to even begin? Um, (laughs) I love all of them. (laughs) I'm between two, but I don't want to say which two. Um, cause if I get it wrong, I can steal the
0: point.
3: We gave you all our logic.
0: What if we <laughs> vow to not pick the other one? I don't want Wait, that either. The one that I want to pick. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it would really get in Lindy's head if we like, so we wouldn't. <laughs>
1: yeah. I I'm not falling for that. Obviously. I'm not going to talk about my logic. <sighs> Give me Mr. Nuts.
2: All right. Team Adam has a chance to steal. Sorry, I'm definitely going to need him again. I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) So um, we have Conker's Bad Fur Day, Tippy Toe's Treehouse, Zero the Kamikaze Squirrel. Okay,
0: so immediately I'm ruling out the Kamikaze Squirrel. I think, right?
3: yeah i think yeah i think so um
0: i love the first one the most as a game or as like something todd came up with
3: i the idea of like (laughs) this poor squirrel's no good very bad day uh as a game just seems delightful uh and so that sort of makes me think that todd came up with it
0: oh see i think that's what makes it seem like it is a game though it's very possible, but what, what was I'm, I'm done Todd?
3: underestimating Todd. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Can you
0: what was the game again?
2: Conquer's Bad Fur Day,
0: yeah. I mean, no offense to Todd, that's a, that's a real game.
3: No, I know it, like, I don't know. Tippy Toes Treehouse seems that's like, the one I
0: think it yeah. is, yeah. Tippy Toes Treehouse, yeah, it's that has the game Todd written like, all over it, yeah. <laughs> don't you think? Maybe. Oh, I don't okay. know. I love the first one so much that I just want Todd to have come I up would See, here's the thing. I would play the first one. I would, yeah, I'd exactly, be all right? in on that. But I feel like... Because if it is the first one, that means that Tippy Toes Treehouse is a game. And I, I mean, just like, don't think it is.
3: You're telling me no one came up with that? I could see somebody being like, it's a squirrel making it tippy toes
0: through the trees oh my goodness it's okay only the whole game is riding on this so i know um i really built up the pressure for lindy and then it did and now it
3: all comes down to this
0: reverse uno back in my face here okay it's not the kamikaze i feel so confident ruling that out (sighs) go with your gut i really uh, yeah yeah okay i'm locking in tippy toes final answer and with that adam wins the game yes! there you go that's why we go with the gut melissa thank you so much for being on team adam
3: not that i did any good i was actively trying to into
0: were... <laughs> the other one because just because i loved it but yeah that's it great. was yeah very good uh yeah i don't know whoever came up with that i would certainly play it you're so you're three and one now in your as you've been on uh the show in the games
3: Is that? No, that's not true. I think I've lost with both you and Lindy. I think I'm two and two.
0: Oh, you're two and two. Okay.
3: I think so. I think I lost both. No, I might be one and three.
0: Oh. I don't think I do very well. Yikes. Okay. Well, uh, regardless... Um, Lindy looks so devastated right now. Because I'm so sorry. the two
1: I was between was Mr. Nuts and Tippy Toes Treehouse. <laughs> you should have
0: taken my deal. I even offered it to you. I would have <laughs> you we're said, not
1: going to stand by that. I, will. I What it. do
0: you mean? I wasn't. I'm, <laughs> we're live on the podcast. Melissa and Todd wouldn't have let me pick it. I would have absolutely sure. stood by it. No,
1: Melissa you wouldn't. Had have.
0: her gut of the other one, and we would have just picked that.
1: Okay, sure. But anyway, I I sounded like Todd, but then I thought to myself like. Is there really a video game called Mr. Nuts? And I'm just not. Uh, But apparently there is.
0: Wow. Okay. Well, that brings our total score here to uh, eight to five. Which means I only need one more to win here for the season. Lindy, you have a lot of guests coming up, though. So fear not. Uh, Still plenty of opportunity here to to come back and take the lead and take the win. Um, But we're getting very close here. Now for only four episodes left, I said at the very beginning of the season, we had a lot of time left. That is no longer the case here, as um, we don't have a lot of time left. But speaking of a lot of time left, we have so much time left for this podcast. I mean, we could just be taking as long as we want here um, to be to be, you know, kind of finishing this out and um, and he just (laughs) Waved goodbye Okay uh, At the three Whatever hour mark Let's get into Our final segments Of the episode Of course That is giving uh, uh, Pretzels to The songs of the episode And of course Our truly happy point We had three songs uh, This episode To give pretzels to Uh, First one Antidepressants Are so not a big deal Easy five for me Very easy five For this song I absolutely loved it Give me more Dr. Copian Loved the vibe Loved the dance break Loved all of it
2: Todd, what about you? Um, I love this song a lot. I don't think it's like a full 5 for me, but it's definitely up there. I'm gonna give it a 4.8. 4.8,
0: pretty high from Todd. Uh Melissa, what about you? I I don't know why I didn't love this song as much as you all did. Obviously,
3: I love uh the message. I love Dr. Copian singing. I think I wanted it to be bigger. It just like felt a bit I don't know, the like they're maybe it's because I'm comparing it to like um I want to live in America, like the new West Side Story revival. They're out in the streets tap dancing. Like, I want more production to it. Uh, I gave it three and a half
0: out of five. Okay. I mean, the budget is not crazy for this show. It's, you know. it's uh, <laughs> This is uh, not a, a Spielberg movie? No, this is not. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lindy, what about you? I'm going to give it a 4.5. 4.5. Pretty high from Lindy. Uh, we love to see it. Okay. All of us, except for Melissa, are really high on this song. Interesting. Uh, okay, Melissa, we'll start with you. The reprise of end of the movie. Um, I actually gave it a three
3: out of five. I like liked how cheeky it was. I liked the music. We talked about it. Um, it was sort of like a well, uh, a, a much needed break in like an otherwise annoying scene. So yeah, I liked it. Three. Yeah,
0: uh, very fair, Lindy. What about you?
3: I'm gonna give it a three point
0: five. Okay, uh, Todd. That's about where I am. Three point five. Yeah, I'm I'm basically right around there too. I have this at a three point two, uh, not amazing, but still you know pretty good. Um, and real life fighting is awkward is the final song of the episode. And as I said when we talked about it, it does get a full point for the West Side Story but I'm leaving this at a total of one point four. Um, not a good song. Just not a good song. Straight up. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know what else to say. Uh, Lindy, what did you think? <laughs> I'm shocked that. Uh, you
1: were gonna give it a (laughs) 0.4, yeah, and that it's only a 1.4 for you. Um, I liked this way better than you did. Um, I'm gonna give this, I'm going between two scores here. Um,
0: I'm gonna give it a four, a four for Lindy. Okay, overall pretty high on the songs this episode. Todd, what do you have for this?
2: Uh, Yeah, like I said, I have like bad associations with the song that it's kind of based off of. And it just didn't really work for me all that much. So I'm going to give it a 2.6. 2.6?
0: Okay, pretty low. Kind of in my ballpark here. Uh, Melissa, what about you?
3: Yeah, I'm kind of in the middle. I'm just giving it a 2. I Don't break it down too much. Um, But yeah, it was like the West Side Story bit. I, I enjoyed the like different types of fighting thing so it was kind of you know a point for each of those things but otherwise not that great
0: okay and now we get to what i think could potentially be a pretty difficult segment here of truly happy points because i personally am struggling um but we'll see here okay so now uh lindy i feel like you're probably the most confident out of all of us as to who you're giving this point to lindy who made you truly happy this episode
1: Yeah, I'm very confident. I have a first place and I have a runner-up. My runner-up, I'll just say, is Madison. The only reason she did not uh, win is because her plan to get the parents together involved, exposing them to a contagious disease. And I just could not award that (laughs) with happiness. Uh, But the number one here always in my heart is nathaniel um i thought (laughs) he was great in this episode i loved his focus on friendship trying to keep the peace uh you know showing his growth and that bit at the end that that smile that he's trying to hide i just i loved all of it so nathaniel
0: um, I'm just going to say it's bad etiquette to smile when you hear news about someone breaking up. That's you know. He did
1: not smile in Greg's face. That is mm. the entire
0: point. Well, yeah. Okay. Uh, Todd, who made you truly happy this episode?
2: Uh, I am also on the Nathaniel train oh. uh, this week. Uh, the whole thing with him, like trying to get them to be friends and all of that stuff. I just loved it. I just thought he was really charming and funny throughout all that stuff. So Nathaniel gets my truly happy point this week. Okay.
0: Melissa, who made you truly happy this
2: episode?
3: So I almost gave it to Nathaniel. I thought about <laughs> it. Uh, I really liked him in this episode. I just really like him in general. Uh, we've talked about that before when I've been on here, but ultimately I'm going to give it to Dr. Acopian because I think that she um, had a really great song. I love her message. Uh, and as much as I think you probably shouldn't babe your um, clients, otherwise I thought she did. She was great. And it was like, as I was thinking about the, episode as a whole i was struggling for who to come up with and then i sort of remembered i was like oh i actually really liked the
0: beginning of this episode it was
3: just that it sort of dragged on uh by the end so give it to her for that
0: yeah uh my runner-up here is greg of course uh you know i would have loved to have give the give the point to greg here and it would have been very fitting for my recent string of my greg my greg my greg um but I am in lockstep with Melissa. I am also giving this to Doctor Acopian. Uh, I absolutely love this song. It got a five for me in uh, pretzels. One of my favorite songs of the series. Absolutely love it. Give it for more airtime. Uh, like you said, I did love the beginning of this episode a lot more than the ending of this episode. Kind of left a weird taste. So, uh, total agree there with Doctor Acopian. Um, first points for Doctor Acopian of season four, I believe here at this yeah. point, which is great. We love to see. Uh, we love to see her on the board. And that is it three hours and 11 minutes into this podcast i believe we have done it um lindy unless of course you have any final thoughts about the episode I or you have nothing else okay <laughs> uh, that is okay um yeah that's it season four episode 13 of crazy ex-girlfriend and of one indescribable podcast melissa it was so good having you here thanks so much for uh taking three plus hours out of your day to come talk uh wildness with us
3: yeah, no problem. It's not like I get to podcast uh, with any of you at all on a regular mm-hmm. basis. So, Never. You know, I wanted to come back. I'm a little bit sad. I, You know, I hope whatever you're covering next, uh, I have also watched and can come talk because it's been a pleasure to come on every season and be on this podcast. You all did this really cool thing by starting this up by yourselves and seeing it, you know, almost all the way to the end now, which is very exciting. So I'm proud of all of you and I'm very excited for whatever you do next
0: while we certainly could not have done it without uh, the support of everyone who's been on. You're certainly in that boat as well. Encouraging us right at the beginning. And of course being here every season, uh, you know, it, uh, it doesn't go unnoticed, might seem, not seem like a lot to be, you know, whatever, a guest on a podcast, but we love that people are watching the show, we love that people are talking about it, and anyone that's willing to take multiple hours out of their day to, you know, come talk about an episode of TV show intermixed with Bean Dip and Orgy Planes, uh, we love to see it, basically, is, is you know, the gist of what I'm trying to say here. Um, well, you did allude to it, Melissa, but what else do you have going on uh, in your life right now? What, uh, Where can people find you at if they want more Melissa? Sure.
3: Yeah. Follow me on Twitter, W 28 I am podcasting on the patron feed for post-show recaps. Patreon.com slash post-show recaps. $5 a month gets you access to uh, the Discord, where we all hang out and know each other from, but also some extra podcasts. Right now, uh, we're doing Who A. It's a play on YA. It's weird. Don't worry about it. But we're talking about Doctor Who with uh, Kevin Mahadeo and Adam. So we are going through, we are just finishing up uh, the first Eccleston season of New Who. And branching into David Tennant, so by the straps, we will be, you know, a couple episodes into David Tennant, which is a great time to jump in. Uh, You sort of skip the first season, which is, you know, you're not missing. It's good. It's fine. You're not missing that much. David Tennant is like where I think things really kick off. So it's a great time to jump in if you haven't been listening. And we're sort of doing a curated watch, so we're not doing every single episode. So if Doctor Who is something that you think has been kind of overwhelming, you know, it seems kind of large. I know like for me I was like I'm a nerd, I'm sure I would like this but there's so much, I don't know what to watch, I don't know how to get into it. This is how you get into it. So, uh check it out on the podcast. I'm also podcasting about the second season of Mighty Ducks Game Changers on Disney Plus with Kevin Mahadeo as well. It had a bit of a slow start, but I actually think it's gotten pretty good. So if you're at all nostalgic for the first for those movies from the 90s, uh check that out and yeah, I think that's it. Oh, I just wrapped up dairy girls. Um, so, uh, if you, that has the third season has dropped on Netflix and, um, Aiden and I podcast about every episode of that. And we just did a feedback show. So, um, also a very delightful show talking about, uh, girl, like teenagers in the 90s during uh, the time of the troubles in Northern Ireland. So it's kind of a great comedy with this kind of more serious political backdrop. So it's a really great show and very heartwarming. So highly recommend that as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm glad that you think that Mighty Ducks has gotten better. I watched the first couple episodes and I was like, oh boy, what are we we doing here? So uh, that's a good note. I'll have to go back and and check that out and, and hopefully it does get better there.
3: Yeah. Episode four was the one that I was like, okay, I actually think I'm like on okay. board with what the season is doing. So um, yeah, you know, hopefully it kind of keeps up with that strain. I, you know, the fifth episode drops tomorrow.
0: So uh, we'll see how it goes, but yeah. yeah. Uh, that's so exciting. Yeah. Uh, you can find Melissa in all those places. And of course you should go check out all of those places, especially, you know, the doctor who podcast, which I, you know, uh, we're having a lot of fun over there. Uh, yeah. Lindy, uh, what are you doing in your life these days? What are you up to? Where can people find more Lindy? Probably um, not on the orgy planes.
1: Absolutely not. Do not look for me there. Won't be there.
0: Yeah. Um,
3: or the topless planes. Or the topless planes. Lest we forget is where this all started. Because
1: yeah. Adam
0: just threw out that suggestion out of nowhere.
1: Yeah, I'm not going on any of those
0: weird <laughs> planes. Um, wow. So judgy, Lindy. Let people live their lives. <laughs> I mean, come on. Look, you do you, as but. As long as uh, they don't interfere with the pilot, right, Tom?
3: Yeah, as long as they long not.
0: <laughs> I guess, yeah, as long as we're keeping the pilots aggregated, it should be fine.
1: Um <laughs> How did my life get
0: here? Who knows? <laughs> um <laughs> Liz is like, congratulations on finishing the series. Then he's like, oh my god, I can't I can't do it. <laughs> like, what if I just quit now?
2: <laughs> so yeah. <close>. Five episodes <laughs> left. That's it. You That's it. Can't, can't do it. it. This
0: would be it. a wild time to quit the podcast. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, truly, right. after all what has happened, this would be wild. It's RG Plains did it. It's <laughs> yeah. the last row. Oh
1: my god.
3: No, gosh. of course. Actually, it was the bean dip. We all know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I could never quit the podcast after being... Having Melissa as our guest. I always love it when you're here. Thank you for being here. And um, yes, as always, you can find me on Twitter at TV Lindy and our podcast, Twitter 1CXG Podcast.
0: Amazing. Todd, what are you up to these days? Where can people find more Todd?
2: You can find me on Twitter at Librarian Todd because Todd Librarian is too many characters. You can also find me occasionally over on twitch.tv slash DM Philly playing a Wheel of Time based uh, Dungeons and Dragons game called Threads in the Pattern.
0: Yes. Uh, absolutely. Go check that out. I think you can also find Melissa on twitch.tv slash DM Philly yeah, from yeah, time to time. The some. plugs are getting long. Yeah, no, it's okay. yes, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I you uh, play D&D over there sometimes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, also, we all play D&D on the PSR Discord. So, like we said, you don't know, get the podcast stuff. All four uh, of us do, right, Yeah, Yeah, he needs to be playing some more D&D is what uh, we're hearing. We need to get Justin and Sarah on that.
1: Kind of. Maybe sometimes one um, time before. <laughs> yeah. Justin <Jess> and Sarah, <laughs> yeah. you
0: need to get on this. Uh, this is all on you because she doesn't listen to any of us. It's all on you. So, you just have to tell her to sign up. Um, yeah. I mean,
1: Sarah is listening to
3: this right now. and Yes.
1: Yeah. Listening uh, to what you're saying. <laughs> one
0: of these days, I'll convince Sarah to listen to this podcast. Um... Okay, <laughs> all
3: I know is I ha- I got a very random ping from I believe it was Sarah uh saying, "Hey, can you jump on a streamyard right now? We're helping
0: Lindy make her D&D character." So I did. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and now we need to see her more. Pandora Dazzlefoot, is that right? Dazzleroot. Yeah. Root. Dazzle um, Root. Oh. You know,
1: yeah, when Sarah tells you to do something, it's like you just, you just have just to do, do it. it. You just yeah. It, yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know about want, but like you have to do it. Is you know, uh that's the situation. Okay. Whew. I'm Adam H. You can find me on Twitter, Adam one uh, You can also find me, of course, on the Doctor Who podcast, like Melissa said. Uh, also on poster Recaps, uh, Brooklyn Zed and I are talking about Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, we're having a ton of fun over there. It's actually a really good game, and I'm having a lot of fun. Um, I've also instituted a new policy for that podcast where I have my attractiveness rankings of all of the characters that get updated every single episode. So uh, you know, come look for that if you want to see me fawning over uh someone named Biggs, because he's an absolute freaking stud. Uh, that's where you can that's where you can do that. I freaking love that guy. Um, let's see. Also on post-show recaps, we just finished uh reboot, the Hulu TV show, also with Rachel Bloom ridiculously good ending very powerful very emotional uh jess Sterling and i talked it through for quite a while it was a really fun podcast um and it was a really really good show that kind of got slept on so i hope that uh, people go more people go check that out really really fun show really fun podcast and of course jess Sterling and i are not done with our combined coverage there we have a, a new show that we are covering that is getting a new season here in early november mythic quest Uh, what an amazing show that uh, we are covering here. I believe Lindy also gets some credit for recommending uh, Mythic Quest to me way back. I was gonna
1: say, I'm pretty sure I did. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Lindy gets some credit for recommending Mythic Quest. Uh, and now here we are. Uh, Jess and I are gonna be talking about it. We're gonna be doing uh, uh, one podcast for season one and then another podcast for all of season two, and then we're gonna be going episode by episode as they release uh, weekly starting early November. I'm a little nervous for those first two podcasts because I think they're gonna be very long. Boys, boy, is there a lot of stuff in Mythic Quest. Um, my quick picks for Mythic Quest, obviously, Lindy aren't recommended to me. So, like, that should be enough to, like, get you into it. Because, like, famously, she's 3-0 and in terms of recommending shows to me. It's a really fun show. The characters are really amazing. If you're not a big gaming person, like, don't even worry about it. The gaming part of it is not, like, a big part of it. You're going to love the characters. You're going to love the stories. Uh, I think both Todd and Lindy are big fans of Mythic Quest, right? Like, do you have any other, like, little, like, 10-second pitches here of just, like, why you love the show? One word. Poppy. You're gonna love her. You are. Yeah, you're absolutely gonna love Poppy.
2: Yeah, no, it's just, uh, it's a great cast, like there's lots of people, Danny Pudi from Community, there's a a couple of Always Sunny Philadelphia people, both Ralph McElhaney who plays Mac, but also Ripley Crickets from uh, Always Sunny, they're both major characters, and there's an assistant who is basically like a budding sociopath and she cracks me up constantly. She's like one of my favorite characters in the show. She's like this power hungry, a, uh, you know, no morals character and watching her like follow hop from boss to boss is just amazing comedy.
3: Okay. Uh, not to detract oh, from that, but that please. just reminded me, uh, I haven't talked about it here. Uh, Karen is on Mighty Ducks Game Changers. I don't know if y'all have talked about that on this podcast. I think but I might I... mention
2: it in passing, but yeah, like yeah, Karen Karen from CXG is on uh, the Mighty Ducks. And so like, for the wow.
3: first like two episodes of the podcast, I just called her Karen because we didn't know what her character's <laughs> name was and I didn't know. And she's like similarly kooky and weird. So um, yeah, shout out to that, which I just thought before we finished as well. the podcast, I had to mention
0: yeah, absolutely. uh I think you mean Angelique. Um, <laughs> that was another episode that I was on the podcast. <laughs> oh my god, was it really? Yeah. Oh, wow. the, the crossovers
2: of characters. Okay, now I see how we might have like gone past orgy plane if that was one of the episodes that you were on. True. Right, so. Yeah, that actually does make sense.
0: um I don't even know what I was talking about. Yes. Okay. Go watch mythic quest. uh, And listen to the podcast. Justin and I are going to have a ton of fun over there. Also on post Show recap. So go check out that. Um, But of course, uh, the most important place you can find me is right back here where next week we will be talking about season four episode 14. Uh, And it's again, not just going to be the three of us. We have uh, quite a few guests lined up here in a row as everyone seemingly waited for the end of the final season uh, to get in their place. But next week, we're going to be joined by the amazing Marissa, uh, who was with us uh, last season as well. So we're very excited about that. It's uh, going be a ton of fun. Um, and that is for Season 4, Episode uh, 14. And until then, bye.